Material Components Episode 96 All the Loose Ends Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Ergoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. Thanks yeah. for having Thank us. You. Cool. Hey. Th- th- hey. Thanks yeah. for giving us this opportunity. <laughs> Anyways, it's fine. <laughs> Hey guys, oh, it was boy. like it was like too normal. It freaked uh-huh. me out a little. Yeah. Uh, mm. Hey everybody, uh, it's me, Olivia, and I'm playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I'm Elliot, and I am playing Cherish Iron Strike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. I am Michael, and I and this week I am playing Sid Emberlight, Half Elf Rogue. I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl the Hobgoblin Warlock. Indeed. And of course, before we begin today's session, I have to ask the question that I ask every time, and that is, do you all remember what happened last time? Kiss, kiss, fall in love. I don't remember this. There was a lot of hugging, there was a little bit of kissing, and uh, that's all I got. I mean... It was very, it was very heartfelt. Yeah, it was, well. a, it was a very heartfelt episode. Tender moments one. all around. I feel like there was a lot of uh, parting of ways. There was a lot of uh, very, very substantial goodbyes. Some last conversations that needed to be had before you broke camp and split away from the Jarashir and the the forces of Fair Aemsir and went on your way to start your trek back towards Stormhaven. Mm-hmm. See, Angela is starting on her own adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she won't die or anything. It's fine. <laughs> Hopefully not off screen. Yeah, that would be that'd be unfortunate. I don't think Mike would do me dirty like that. No, yeah, you gotta watch. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. That's why out of character I haven't been worried about Jet this whole time. Because <laughs> if anything if anything happens, it's gonna be in full view. Mm-hmm. No, It'll probably be Elliot. your fault. Jet's been dead the whole time. <laughs> No! <laughs> he's, he's not real! <laughs> Has anyone else talked to Jet? Yes, yes, they have. Yes, yes they have. I mean, we've been, we've been humoring you by pretending <laughs> oh, to talk to Oh, no. There's Bastards. a reason why your mom asked me to, to keep an eye on you. <laughs> She's um, been talking about this Jet person for years, and I just don't know who she's talking about. <laughs> No one names their kid Jet. What is a Jet? <laughs> it's a polished black stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Read a book. Grawl doesn't read books. He eats books. He okay. Eats yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get you a book about geology so you can eat it. Yeah. But yes, leastways, uh, in the midst of all of those heartfelt goodbyes, there was one that was the most heartfelt, and that was between a a pair of star-crossed warlocks. Their patrons <laughs> would never let them get together, and yet, in this uh, entangled romance that they have found themselves in, life uh, uh, in- finds a way. 
In the fair Tempest Rest Valley, we lay our scene. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say, oh, <laughs> two warlocks, one with not so much dignity, <laughs> in the Tempest Rest Valley, where we lay our scene. Yes, because there hasn't been enough Shakespeare references in this mm-hmm. campaign so far. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's mostly just a lot of Midsummer and a little bit of the Tempest, but that's because yeah. those are my two favorites. Um, that's fair. I like those a lot, too. Grawl's Juliet, though, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, good. And I, I really hope that everyone's been uh, figuring out the Coriolanus stuff I've been doing with Grawl. But if not, that's okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah. <laughs> but yes, Leastways. Well, I, I can make this work. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> don't. Don't. Don't try to make it work. Just don't. Uh-huh. Could be worse. Could be uh, try. Titus. Um, <laughs> that could be Julius Caesar. Oh, we'll get to the Julius Caesar stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in this campaign, who is the Caesar? We'll find out. Find out. The old mage? No. That but least ways. As you have found yourselves now in the citadel town of fort verge that uh refuge for refugees that has up until recently been on the edge of a war zone but now find it's finds itself free and clear of that uh infernal and fiendish war that was happening just south of its borders there's still the whole demonic swamp thing to worry about, but uh, there's not literal demons attacking their town anymore. So, you know, things are looking up. Baby steps. Baby steps. It's a little bit bigger than a baby step, I think. Baby leaps. Baby leaps. Baby tosses. <laughs> a toddler flying leap. <laughs> it's like when a, a, a four-year-old just wants to get down the stairs real fast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But unfortunately, you came to Fort Verge with some dire tidings, having given off a letter written by your companion Valor to his father, uh, presumably explaining the reasons he had for his keeping of his word and sticking to his deal to willingly give himself over to the Devils of Avernus. You don't actually know the contents of that letter as you <laughs> did the good thing and not opened it. Man, the that fact that it didn't cross a... the fact that it didn't cross any of our, our minds, I think, speaks to growth. Um uh, <laughs> and uh yeah, and speaks to us being better people. It speaks well, very it, well of you, I think. It yeah. didn't have a certain weight to it that money would have should it contain <laughs> that, so I was not concerned with it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. But you did make contact with the head of the Haven Guard in Stormhaven, one Commander Preet Keel, and mm-hmm. he informed you uh, that you should wait to teleport into the location you had asked about uh, mm-hmm. at midnight. Yes. So in the meanwhile, you had some time to, some free time to use at Fort Verge, and you decided to spend that time going to everyone's favorite shop of transdimensional, semi-intelligent, powered by narrative convenience, and uh, good, good deals, Dustbucker Import and Export TM. 
don't know about good deals. Certainly, certainly deals. They're good for him. Yeah, they're very good for him. <laughs> yeah, there is I, I purchasing think... of some kind going on. Yeah, and that is where we find deals. the four of you now, with your allies Judah Sunpalm and Talila Bleachtongue in tow. As you are entering Duskwalker Import and Export TM, those vaulted ceilings above you, the racks and racks of magical bric-a-brac stretching out in every direction, Alexander having just deposited the customary banana off to the side and having flung the gold that you used to enter this place into the nomadic tube system with a shunk, 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 shunk. So, as the four of you enter your most favorite of magical shops, or at least the only one you've visited. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. I, of course, want to ask you the question I always do, and that is, what do you see as you walk through the aisles of this place? Just occurred to me, this place has a fucking entrance fee. Yeah. Yeah. Cover charge, baby. Like the hottest club in the Tempest Rest Valley. <laughs> the Tempest Rest hottest club is Dusk Liquor Import and Export DM. There might be um, a club somewhere in here. Who knows? Look, it's a service charge, okay? Yeah. <laughs> this this door can enter anywhere in the universe and uh, appears <laughs> yeah. at your convenience. Yeah, it's a convenience fee. Mm-hmm. The amount of uh, not purchasing that we do when we come in here. It's not yeah. surprising that he pay- makes us pay a shop charge. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yes, as you walk through these vaulted ceilings and through the racks and racks of arcane bric-a-brac, what do you see that is something that is enticing it obviously out of your price range? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Sid, uh, sees, uh, hanging on the wall, uh, a framed piece of paper that says in large print, the deed to party town, the owner of this deed will have unlimited access to party town and will automatically be given two D 10 party points per level. And that is all it says. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, there's a stamp and a seal on it with what looks like some kind of radical-looking king. He's got a poofy crown and a pair of sunglasses and a thumbs up in front of his face, and that's all the wax seal is. Yep. Mm-hmm. That tracks. Apparently, this has been notarized by some sort of radical king. Our new quest is to get into party town. <laughs> it's not cheap. What else do you see? Um, Cherish passes by a, what looks, I mean, it's a big eyeball. What is what it is. Um, not one that would fit in a humanoid's uh, uh, orbital cavity. Um, and it, it, she can't tell if it's organic or not, but it's like bloodshot essentially um it's like red and angry looking despite there not being any uh eyebrows to emote with 
And a little placard beneath says, formerly of X Anathar. <laughs> nice. I, I did. I did wonder what happened to that guy. So that's that's good. Uh, there is a rack of um. There's like a like a clothing kind of section, like in the Fred, like in Fred Meyer's. They sometimes mm-hmm. have like clothing sections, and you're like, "This is a grocery store." Um, <laughs> Kroger to our non-Northwest. Uh, oh yes, yeah. they they yeah, bought sorry. Fred Meyer, a yeah. local staple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and one of these racks, um, like one full long rack, is taken up with what seems to be one, um, clothing item. Um, but what it is, is it looks like a, like a cloak or a robe of some kind that's just made out of, like, a ton of different animal hides. Like, like, just a bunch. Like a, like a thousand, it seems. Um, and it stretches along the whole width of the clothing rack. Um, just like a, like a big, horrible cape. (laughs) The the tag that is attached to one end of it uh, says, "Hide of the Snugathor, beware." <laughs> um, as we walk in off to uh, a side, there is a big, um, a big glass box um, that Grawl can see. And inside there looks to be like a human looking person, but they're wearing clothes that don't look like they're from the Tempest Rest Valley. Um, There's like some like some tannish pants and like a belt with like a a shirt tucked in and like some sort of collar and stuff like that. Um, He's got his hair. He's kind of slicked back. He's got big old glasses and uh, he's thumbing through a, a, some sort of small booklet that's got a um, machine, something like looks like one of those devil rides on it. It just says hot rods. Um, and up at the top, there's a sign that just says Greg's dad. <laughs> and as you walk past and stare at him, he'll look up and just nod at you and then go back to reading. Yeah. Yeah. Lick his finger, turn the page. <laughs> yeah, they're selling people here now. Wow. Oh, no. Uh, and yeah, a little placard beneath will say, not alive, do not worry. <laughs> I'm more worried. <laughs> what is Greg's dad? <laughs> Who knows? As you're walking through, there is definitely a, a moment where uh, you like look back and Talila is just resting her face on a big sarcophagus with this horrible satanic demonic creature emblazoned on the lid of the sarcophagus that's like kind of looking like it's leaning out of the carved stone and she just has her cheek on the the bottom third of it and she says it's so warm hey Talila what did we say last time about touching oh um don't we look we look with our eyes. Oh, right. <laughs> I've been working on looking with the other parts of my body. It hasn't... It's not working yet. 
Yeah. Yeah. Better, but not a good place to practice that. Mm, Okay. And Judah is going to pass a large, what looks like a, a golden orb, but as you move past it, it becomes translucent. And looking inside, you see what looks to be a pair of dancers on a ballroom floor, kind of spinning and wheeling in this graceful, broad dance. But even as you keep moving, the scene will shift and change, and there is one of them on the floor and the other standing over them with their hands in their face. And then as you keep moving, it just goes back to solid gold. And Judah is like, I still really do not like this place. Like it, yeah. It helps not to look Greg's dad seemed pretty cool. That was a person in a box scroll. I'm not the cool is not the word I would use. The sign said it wasn't alive. That's so much more upsetting. To worry. (laughs) I mean, yeah, Omentep would never lie to us, right, Grawl? Oh, boy. And as you're going through the aisles, Alexander leading the way, uh, at a certain point before you reach the Eldritch Bodega at the center of this place, you begin hearing voices. One is immediately recognizable. The other is speaking in low, melodious tones that... You're not quite sure. You've never heard anything like it before. Uh, but Alexander will hold up a hand and like look back at you and wave for you to like stop. Do you? Yes, Alexander. What's going yes. on? And do we need to throw fists again? Alexander kind of shrugs and then. Holds up a hand, like, wait here, and he'll scamper away. And you're left alone for a moment as you hear the voices continue to talk in the distance. Yeah, I'm going to scout ahead and see if I can get a a look-see at who our good friend Omatep is conversing with. Okay, so Sid is leaving the group. Yeah. You know, like I do. Okay. Anybody else doing anything? Problem is, I'm not very stealthy. I, I mean, really you're guaranteed spend. more stealthy than I am, but I don't want to turn anyone invisible. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Just wait our no, turn. I'll, I'll wait. Yeah. Okay. But I am going to kind of like. Listen, I'm uh, I'm gonna try to listen closely to see if I can pick up on what is yeah, being said. Me too. Cherish is kind of bouncing a little bit. Okay. Judah will hiss after you, said, Are you sure that is entirely wise? <sighs> Just give him a thumbs up. Oh Lord. That is not reassuring. <laughs> uh stealth roll? Yes, please. Right. Uh, that is 23. Okay. Creeping forward, you eventually reach the edge of the shelves and find yourself peeking towards the the center of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, where the lower shelves 
kind of ring a, a low glass-topped sales counter with a, a back wall with a beaded curtain just behind it. And you see Alexander has climbed up onto one of those uh, lower shelves and is looking at the two people that are talking near the sales counter. And you see, of course, Omatep Walker, that scrawny, kind of uh, thin-framed, bald human man uh, with, like, dark sand-wrecked skin and sharp hawkish features, and he is uh, kind of listening and nodding and occasionally interjecting to a elvish-ish looking creature with, like, wide ears. Ears that are much bigger than your standard elvish ears. They've got kind of depressed features, their nose really kind of flat against their face, eyes glowing with a, a bright, almost pulsing violet, and their skin is a, a bright pink with splotches of what looks like swirling designs or tattoos, but the tattoos are glowing, and they come out from the eyes and across the scalp and down the back and across the shoulders... Feminine in general features, she is wearing a shirt, uh, a loose shirt that seems to be cut off right uh, below the ribs, kind of exposing the midriff with uh, pants of some material you've never seen before, rough, dark blue, and the, any exposed flesh she has also has those weird, swirling, almost tattoo-like splotches that pulse as she speaks in a kind of animated, melodious voice that is in a language you don't understand, and mm -hmm. clearly Omatep doesn't either, because he will say, I am, I'm sorry, again, I don't speak that. If, if you just want to give me a moment, I can go into the shop and find something. And he will try to move away, and she will grab his arm and keep talking in this kind of sing-songy voice. And he will, like, say, please, please, no touching. It's just store policy. If I could just leave and go grab a, a potion of tongues, I'm sure. And she'll keep talking in this kind of animated. And Alexander will look at this interaction, tilt his head turn and then notice you, Sid. <laughs> I, w I wave. <laughs> roll his eyes and then go scampering back towards where your friends are. And Sid, I don't know if you do anything while Alexander goes to fetch the others. Um, I guess I don't know if Alexander's fetching the others, but I'm going to keep an eye. Does, does this person... Does their body language appear aggressive um, or are they just trying to, they're just struggling to communicate? Give me an insight check. Okay. That would be, that's my insight. Ah, yes. Uh, that is going to be a 19. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely a, a sense of pleading you get from this strange pseudo-elf. They are clearly trying to make themselves communicated, and there's definitely parts where she'll, like, slow down and... Yes, not, yes, no, yes, and, and, like, tr she's trying to do the thing where you talk slower and louder, and that's not helping. 
Okay. And Omatep gotcha. is just like, I, I, I understand that you cannot... Do you not understand that I cannot understand? Is that... Are we understanding each other? <laughs> okay. Um, so since it doesn't appear like it's going to become violent, uh, at least as far as I can tell, I will also head back to the others. And Alexander pretty soon shows up to wave the rest of you forward. Oh, uh, is it our turn? And Alexander will just shrug and wave you forward. Yeah, I'll go. And Judah will say quietly to the rest of you, are there usually other people in this store? Times. Once or twice. I think I think the last time that there was another person in here though, we did have to fight them. No, oh, yeah, that that was I was just sort of being That's not true. The last time there was somebody else in the store, you passed by them as they uh bought something and left. It was that giant were moose person. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we're a fifty fifty here. Yeah. Yeah. We're 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 one and one. Like I said, once or twice we encountered someone else here. <laughs> Certain things happened both times. It's probably <laughs> fine. Okay. And yeah, you find yourselves coming upon Sid as yeah, Sid, your companions are coming upon you pretty quickly. Oh, okay, good. It doesn't look to be like a confrontation, so we should be good. Uh, at that, I, I mean, I'm I'm assuming that they'll notice us soon. We're not a a quiet party, but I will say, um, hello, Omatep. And Omatep will turn from where this female figure. You all see what I described before. Mm-hmm. And he will look past her and look at all of you and go, Ah, my friends, my friends, it has only been a few days. Welcome back, welcome back. Uh, and he'll turn towards the, uh, I am sorry, there are paying customers here and I do not understand what you are saying. And she will, And she's like speaking in this kind of rhythmic tone. And even as she's talking, all of the tattoos and the glow of her eyes kind of pulses in time with what she's saying. Are they similar at all to that, like, flute player or whoever he ran into? Um, Out of Blue Gulch? Yeah. Similar to that person, similar to the creatures you saw in the city of Brass, similar to that creature you saw surfing on the weird elemental maelstrom thing. You've seen these types of creatures a few times now. Admittedly, there have been subtle differences every time. Uh, the, the, The glowing pattern on their bodies seems to be different. Their skin tone can vary wildly, uh, but the basic features are the same. Uh, Ears that are nearly a foot long, kind of coming out to the side of their heads. Noses that are slightly depressed against their face. Uh, Wide, glowing eyes and some kind of strange glowing pattern that runs across their skin. 
and she will turn and see you all and her eyes will get a little wide and pulse with that bright that goes from like violet to like neon pink. And she will begin saying loudly, trying to be heard by all of you. Does Sid still have the Just mark all... thing on his forehead? Hello. No, I don't think so. Okay, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not like a visible... There's no, no visible mark on his forehead. Well, no, because that's what that one person did, and suddenly Sid could understand them, so... Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's established. I can't understand mm. what this individual is saying. Um, and they're they're talking to us. Uh, hello, sorry, we're don't mean to interrupt. We're just here to. No, no, money. you're not interrupting it. Well, you might be. I don't actually know. I'm sorry. Uh, usually, I can uh, wrangle this so customers aren't. Uh, and he'll kind of like glance up at the ceiling. Usually, I don't have uh, overlapping customers all that much. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, welcome, welcome, my friends. I. I am sorry, He's, he'll say, turning to the, the, the strange pseudo-elf. I have to deal with these people now, he says, pointing at all of you. Trying to do the thing where he speaks slower and louder as if that will help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she will kind of, like, look up at the ceiling herself and then down at the floor, put a hand on her face. I mean, you can, Omatep, you can get something to understand, like... I've been trying. Every time I try to leave, she stops me. W- could we distract her? Can we or, or oh, a- I know. Can you juggle or something? Maybe hum a few bars? I can juggle. <laughs> I think. I could probably juggle. I've never tried, but I'm sure I can do it. <laughs> Sit and light story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I have ball bearings. I'll start uh, juggling ball bearings. Yeah? <laughs> like, Why not? Why, why not? Uh, I have to think of plenty of awesome. reasons, but if that's what you want to do. Yeah, why not? <laughs> All right. So this is going to go well. 25. It went well. Wow. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, rogues, man. I get you can't plus, do anything badly. And I get a say... I was kind of joking about the... You know what? It doesn't matter. Uh, come in, come in, all of you, please. Uh, welcome, welcome. Some of you, welcome back. And Yo. the female pseudo-elf will just kind of, like, put her hand over her eyes, and uh, her right arm will be clasping her left elbow and just kind of rubbing at her temples, and she'll be kind of humming to herself as you all come in. She clearly looks frustrated. Right in there. Hey, Omatep, maybe th- this is a better idea. Maybe I can go grab something for you since you seem to be not able to get out of this conversation. Just just tell me what it is and I'll grab it. Uh, do you know what a, a potion of tongues looks like? Of course. Uh-huh. I I can go with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh 
go to the alchemicalry and uh, just look for the the potion that says tongues on the label, okay? Is that all that was? I can read. <laughs> I don't know. Don't want to assume. Well, I guess that's that's very respectful of you. But I can read, damn it. Okay, good. That's excellent. You will be far less likely to be cursed if you can read. Everything here is properly labeled, I swear. <laughs> I don't, don't know if that's true. <laughs> to the alchemicalry. <laughs> You're still standing here. What happened? Oh, right. what, happened? what was <laughs> that? What was that spinning? What happened? Cherish <laughs> and Sid just started spinning why, around. Yeah, why, it didn't why work. did you guys do that? <laughs> Our faces just zoomed in on the screen and then zoomed out. <laughs> Uh, Alexander will lead you because, of course, this place is a little bit like a labyrinth if you're not careful. But uh, Alexander, much like some kind of magical ball of twine, will lead you to where you need to go. Just about to say, you should take Judah with you if you want to find your way through a labyrinth. My king. (laughs) That is very true. (laughs) Y'all a bunch of nerds. But in a good way. Uh, while those two are gone, uh, what are Grawl and Tears are doing? As Omotep is like, welcome back, welcome back. I assume that uh, that scroll I gave you worked then, if you're not all dead. Yeah, worked great. Excellent. Not dead. Yeah. That is precisely what I like to hear, that you are not dead. Right. And that and the items that I spend. sold you worked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I enjoy it when your items that you sell us work. They almost oh, always my. do. Almost <laughs> always, say- yes. Have they ever not? Am I missing something? Not for any of you. <laughs> there we go. There's the rub. Oh. 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 As far as you know, it is 100% satisfaction <laughs> guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It's the start of that sentence that really concerns me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, yes, not dead. Uh, very helpful. Uh, oh, uh, not dead, and also like the abyss isn't leaking into the valley anymore, which is good. That's it's very always good. good. Yeah, hate it when that place gets leaking all over the place. I know it's it's terrible. It's terrible when that place gets leaking all over the place. Grawl, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will look to you. I. <laughs> Tirza, just like every other time we've been in this shop, doesn't have enough money to buy anything here. Do you have something that you wanted, Tirza? Because I have nothing that I want to buy. Great. This is good. This is good that the two people... Good, good. I am so glad that the two of you have come here with no intention of buying anything. I'm actually, actually looking for you to sell me something. Because so, you're the man with all the knowledge. So it's true. I'm, I know yeah. many things, and I am more than happy to sell them to you. Right, right. What is it I could sell you on, Grawl? Uh, let's see here. Looking for something that might make me a little bit harder to hit. You know, I'm mm-hmm. you know, whapped around by a couple demons lately. Not a big fan of that. Well, I was... Uh... Hoping to show this off when uh, the lot of you were here. I'm sure your friends will be back in a little bit. But uh, uh, I do have a a new contraption that I've been wanting to test out for a little while. Might be able to help you, perhaps. 
What do you mean by test? It's a folding boat. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is a, a, a very useful thing that I have acquired that uh, by the instructions that I was given should be able to help you. How cutting edge. Very, very confident in your product. No, no, I do not think there are any cutting edges in it. Pretty sure. That's Almost certain. More of a piercing kind of effect. Oh. And this is going to help protect me. I'm pretty sure, yes. Well, <laughs> on a specific setting, perhaps, I think. Oh, okay. Let's show All this right. off. <laughs> yeah. Fascinated to see what this is. I feel like he's more excited to actually like get this thing out of the box to show us than he is to actually sell it. It's like, this no, I the, look at it. Hang on. This is the Omatep's unboxing channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he will bring you over to the side of the sales counter where you see that, in fact, a large crate of some kind has been dismantled over here. There's a crowbar sitting on the counter and, like, straw and stuffing have been pushed to the side and large slats of what remains of this crate have been broken apart and lay strewn across the floor. And at the center of this semi-disaster is what looks like a large Iron Maiden. There is an almost tomb-like construction made of metal. There are series of tubes running out of the back and kind of winding around towards a, a small panel of some kind at the side. There are several dials and switches on that panel. There seems to be a hopper of some kind on the top of that panel that, like, with a, a funnel of some kind. And the the front of the Iron Maiden is slightly open. It, like, splits in half like a traditional Iron Maiden. And inside, you can just barely make out the, the glinting of several long, pointy objects that gleam in the light of... Unknown origin here in Duskwalker Import and Export TM. HP if you're dead. <laughs> I am so excited. I finally got one of these in. I've had it on back order for a long, long time. It finally showed up. It's an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Playbox Series X4. <laughs> Uh, the pseudo-elf is kind of just, like, following you demurely, kind of humming to herself. She's staring at this thing and just, like, shaking her head, and occasionally she'll say something in her melodic voice that is unintelligible. She's like, we got these in the city of Brass, like, two years ago, whatever. And Omadep will say, this is an automatic... And I say automatic, I mean I have to kind of do it a little bit manually, but it does a lot of it on its own. Tattoo application cask. Oh, never mind this rules. Oh my god, just kidding, this is so good. Grog oh. it in it. You can get your organs tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get my brain tattooed. And he'll say, look, look, look. And he'll scramble over to the side and he pulls out what looks like several large uh, 
like reams of paper that have been kind of like stapled together with what looks like bent nails that have been kind of twisted around and punctured through the side of the paper. And he'll start flipping through it. And he says, okay, okay. It says right here. Uh, if, nope, not if, uh, when, when, yes, when the, uh, user, uh, enters the chamber, uh, the, the, the dials over here and it's the switches and such can be set in a method to where they will, uh, with the proper application of gem dust, uh, and other magical reagents, which entered in the, the hopper right here. And he points to like the little funnel on the top. Yeah. Uh, okay. that it will apply uh, a, a magical inks and, uh, other things to the skin of the user and uh, many magical effects can be applied. Right, right, right. Can, can I read that? Do you mind? Can I read it? I just want to see all of your documentation. Oh, of course. Uh, I'm assuming you can uh, read Inferno. Cherish. You guys, let's get matching <laughs> friendship tattoos. <laughs> oh, someone's talking about me. <laughs> uh, Cherish and Sid, I don't know if there are any ulterior motives you had. Otherwise, uh, it's a pretty quick jaunt to go grab this potion. I mean, I didn't have any until you just said that, Mike. But like, my ulterior motive was keeping an eye on Sid. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so now, see what's available. You know, uh, yeah, there are potions of all shapes and sizes in the alchemicalry, as is tradition. Um, you see, uh, some. There's one labeled glibness. There's one labeled fire giant strength. There's one labeled uh, invisibility. There's all Ooh. sorts of. I mean, any potion you can name is available here. Invisibility, huh? Uh, that does exist, yes. It's a little pricey. Yeah. Like most no, things here, there is no exact price tag, and uh, you'd need to bring it to Omatep to find out how expensive it is. That's true. But we... ways, Alexander will point you towards a uh, a potion that says tongues on it, and you can see that it is this somewhat brownish potion and as you like pick it up and look at it you can see that there's something big kind of floating inside but because of the opaqueness of the potion you can't quite see what it is it's probably about the size of a couple of fingers put together what's what's the over under on this being a tongue (laughs) no bet i know that's not how you you do that but i'm just saying no bet but if you just grab the potion and head back it's a pretty quick jaunt okay yeah as you come back you find uh grawl kind of like tilting the the pamphlet sideways mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. omatep oh, right. saying like yes there are many options that uh, we can apply to one's flesh i mean skin i mean they can tattoo on your personage uh if you simply uh step inside and we use the proper magical reagents of course uh, some tattoos are a little bit more expensive than others right right two machines ooh yeah tattoo machine mm. or instant death box it's fine no, no, it says it right there on, on page 43. The, the odds of death are super low. Ferris, would you mind, would you mind taking a look at this, please? 43. Uh, yes, and it is written in Infernal. 
Um, it seems to be the the language of uh, instructional pamphlets and uh, <laughs> contracts. I'm looking up all the tattoos I could get, and I'm assuming this is that. This is that, right? Look, when your DM gets a new source book and yeah. wants to play around, <laughs> you with gotta stuff, use it. <laughs> I just want to make sure because I'm looking some of these up. These are rad, dog. These are oh, sweet. Yeah, I should probably look these up too. You guys, we should get friendship tattoos. Friendship tattoos. And like the only thing one is, in I don't the first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> that was made with a Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> Who says this isn't, Mike? It's I say, and the needles inside this Iron Maiden say. <laughs> but leastways, yeah. Uh, cherish, it does say that the odds, that there is a chance of death within this machine, but it's very, very low. Like, it's in the warning section that, the, like, the back of the instructional pamphlets, like, keep away from small children, do not operate while intoxicated, mm-hmm. uh, do not use non-recommended reagents within the machine, um, stand perfect, uh, all users within should stand perfectly still, uh, any motion within voids any uh, liability that the manufacturers have in the... <laughs> uh, possible injury or death of the user. Any motion? Oh, shit. But yeah. Don't, while you're in there for the, an hour and a half tattoo session, don't breathe. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> we'll have to put you into a state of suspended animation, uh, which will also cost you money. Because you have to buy that potion. And as you're coming back with the potion, uh, Sid, I'm assuming you hand it off to Omatep? Yeah. Uh, when you do, Omatep will go, ah, thank you, my boy. And the person who's been the pseudo-elf who's been talking at you all will glance at you, Sid, and then kind of do a double take. And then start talking at you. This, no, nice, no, 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 I, d- I don't understand. Sorry. And she like starts approaching you. Okay, wait. Oh, hold on just a moment. And she's pointing at your face. My face? Vrusin and I. And I point to where the the similar looking creature in the city of brass painfully put something on my forehead. I point there. And she nods emphatically and points to her own finger and then points to you. That like hurt a lot when that happened. We have a, we have a potion. Hey, uh, Omatep, can you go ahead and drink that before, uh, this, this lovely creature burns some kind of scar into my forehead? Oh, sure. Uh, one second. Uh, bottoms up! And he'll, like, lift it and kind of, like, uncork it. Just give it a sniff. Oh, alright. Why didn't I do that? Do you have to... <laughs> tongue on tongue. Kind of is just... the tongue in the bottle still, or is it not? Which and is worse? When he's done Which drinking, you see him go Bleh, at, back into the bottle, and, like, a tongue slips out of his <laughs> mouth and back into the bottle. Oh, you found it. You found the worst third option. Cool, thanks. (laughs) The tongue flops around like a fish out of water, too. No, it is not animate. Thank you. 
Yeah, damn it. <laughs> Who was, what was tasting what? Uh, but he will blink and kind of like, ah, ah, oof, that is not good tasting. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Ah. Turn. I just pointed out and tap. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Duskwalker Import and Export TM. And she will look at him and start saying, And he will start smiling, and then his smile will like slowly go down. Oh, crap. I got nothing. I got nothing. How is it? He sees the tongues. How is this not working? Potion didn't work? And it'll, like, shake the, the potion bottle with the tongue in it, and it'll, like, kind of slap against the glass a little bit. And then he'll oh. look at the bottom of the, the jar, and it's like, no, the sell-by date is still good. It, it should be fine. Uh, speak to me in some other kind of language. I'll start speaking. I'll start reading off the the pamphlet in Infernal. Ah, Infernal's too easy. I learned that years ago. Come on, something I don't know. Do you know I, Elvish? I don't know what you don't know. Elvish, too easy. Come on. Do you know, you know Hobgoblin? I, I can say. I do not know Hobgoblin. Great, because it's Goblin. It's the same thing. It's just oh, goblin. well, okay. Yeah. No, I know Goblin. Yeah. All right, that was the trick question, so I just wanted to check. Do you, you, know, you tricked me. Do you know Halfling? Huh. You know, I really don't. Oh, all right. Well, lucky for you, I do. Uh, I start talking in halfling. Okay. And Omatap will... What do you say? Uh, I am currently talking in halfling. I don't know what this sounds like. Maybe <laughs> since I'm helping you out, you can give me a deal on the next thing I plan on purchasing. <laughs> nice try, Sid, but you know how it goes. You've got the kerfuffle discount. I'm not going to... Oh, hey, yeah, see? I can understand. Perfect. Great. So I... And he'll, like, point to his ear looking at the, the pseudo-elf and, like, point to Sid and say, I can understand that. How come I can't understand you? <sighs> And she will like, and she'll point to her finger and point towards you, Sid. Why me? Why me? Like, why? Why does it have to be my forehead? Frenashi, frenashi, eh? I, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. But could it be? What about what about Omatep's forehead? And she'll like. You point at Omatep, and she'll look at him and roll her eyes and shake her head. From this, Rashin. All right. Well, last time this happened, Tirza was able to heal heal the burn that was on my forehead, right? And it I and like it, again, yeah. it, it went it went away, or you do or... not have any kind of burn scar on your head, right? Okay. All right, fine. All right. I gesture to my forehead. She will nod finally and let out a... <sighs> and her swirling tattoos will glow even brighter as she approaches and lift a finger to your forehead and kind of like look 
pass her hand at you and say, Fornedene! And she'll poke you on the forehead. <laughs> and Sid? Yeah. <laughs> what What did you do to me, Mike? I have blessed you. Oh, thanks. With, with feeble mind. With 11 fire damage. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> yummy! <laughs> and suddenly you all see that uh, mark that was made upon Sid's brow. It doesn't, like, etch itself in the skin. It just appears as a fiery sigil hovering just in front of his forehead. And it burns Sid momentarily, but then once the burning subsides, the fiery sigil just kind of like rests there. And if you cross your eyes and look up, you can almost kind of see it. Oh, that's weird. And the pseudo-elf will say, if you think that is weird, then you should talk to all of you people. What? Okay. Why why did the potion of tongues not work for your language? And Sid begins gabbling in a language that none of you understand. That's fine. I don't listen to him anyways. And I never understand. <laughs> the pseudo-elf will shrug and say, How am I supposed to know? And why did it have to be my forehead? Because you're the one who has been touched by the Lady of Flame. Who's... Who's the, who's the Lady of Flame? The one who touched your forehead? I'm assuming okay. you've met her. I mean, briefly, yes. Um, okay, what, what did you need to communicate to this uh, gentleman over here? Where the hell am I? <laughs> uh, gotcha. Okay, that uh. I can sort of, sort of answer. Um, you are in an extra dimensional shop. You are in a pocket dimension that is an endless labyrinth of weird magical items for sale. Only half of those words made sense. Okay. Uh, and then I, I turn to Omatep. So, so Omatep, uh, they just appear to be trapped. They don't know where they are. And Sid immediately switches back to common. Yeah. They don't they, they don't know where they are. They don't, they don't know, know where they, they are. They came into my shop. I, I go back to the, this elf creature. How did you, how did you get here? There was this card that I found. It talked about a banana and some gold, and I did the thing, and then there was a door. Gotcha. Did did a monkey le- did uh is Alexander here? And Alexander is kind of like sitting on the uh the sales counter looking back and forth and kind of like studying you with an expression like how do I not understand what's being said here? <laughs> and I I point to Alexander and I say, "And did he lead you here after you performed the ritual?" Why would a small Monkey, lead me here. That's how we got here. This place is insane. Mm, I do mm, not mm. know what is going on. Okay. Well, uh, 
Fortunately, I can communicate with you now, so I will figure out because you have the lady's blessing. How do you did you not know this? No, no, I didn't know what she was doing to me when she did it to me. I have it. There's a history of this kind of thing happening to me. It's fine. We don't need to get into it. But uh, hold on. Can I get Um, out of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold hold on. Omatep. Yo, hello. I'm not quite sure what's happening here. You seem to be able to communicate, though. Yeah. Um, do you? Uh, we just need to get this individual back to where they came from. Is that something that you could do? I do not know where they came from, so that might prove difficult, my friend. Perhaps the city of Brass. Hold on. Uh, where where exactly did you come from? I turned back to the the, the pink elvish creature. I have come from. Well, originally, it's a little bit of a long story. I found my way to a city. It was really, really empty. I'm not quite sure what was going on there. But I found this card. Gotcha. Um, but where are you from originally? Originally, I am from Leah 4. Um... It is Waterward. I, I I know we're speaking near the, the Steam same. Sea. The Steam Sea. Okay. I don't fully know what that is, but um, well, I, you have been Fireward, yes. How else would you have the blessing of the lady? Gotcha. Okay, we did do a little bit of uh, planar uh, hopping around, so. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. 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 Hopping. The steam sea. Yeah, we we were there just like thirty seconds, really, um, and then we were at another place, and then another. It's also a long story, a really, really long story. Um, hold on, just a moment. So, this individual seems to be from an elemental plane. Uh, oh, I know those. Yeah, good, 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 good. Okay. Um, It's been a while. The Steam Sea? The Steam Sea? Yeah. Uh, Maybe maybe a meeting point between the elemental planes of fire and water? There is the elemental plane of steam, yes. Okay, well, let's start there. That might be it. Okay. Could you get this... I, I turned back to the elvish uh, creature. So, so sorry. Uh, what is your name? My name is Pitch. Pitch. Lovely to meet you. My name is Sid. I will get you back to where you came from. Uh, hold on just a moment. Okay. Uh, Pitch. Uh, I turn back I turn back to Omatep. This is Pitch. Uh, Pitch needs to get back to the elemental plane of steam. Omatep, can you do this? No. Why? Because it is hard. Relatable. <laughs> can you can you elaborate a little Pl- bit? Planar travel is difficult, Sid. I don't know what to tell you. We, I mean, getting here is planar travel. Only technically. Right? 
But and we established that Omatep can't just drop us off wherever we want to be dropped off. I mean, that's we we tried to. Yeah, I tried that. Remember, Tirza, she mm-hmm. remembers things. So how do we? You know, no, that's fair. Uh, how do we get back to? No thoughts, headed. So, so how do? So when we get here, how do we get back to where we came from? You follow Alexander to the door and you leave. So can Alexander get pitched back to where they came from? Alexander, did you bring this person pitch into my store? And Alexander will look at him with a, a flat face, and Omatep will correct our store, our store. How did you get them into our store? Uh, and Alexander will just shake his head, and Omatep will say, "Well, then we cannot help this person." Well, uh, could she maybe just go to the door and then and then open it? <laughs> oh, I am sure. Absolutely, that will solve all of our problems. Sid, tell her to do that. But won't the door lead her back to the valley? That's not where they're from. Yes, the valley. That is where it will go. Wait, which door are we talking about? Like the front door, like the door that we go through. Right, yes, that I one. I assume it's the same door that everybody goes through. So why Most of the time? Start? I don't expect anything from, from this place, honestly. Um, I didn't show her here. Then how did she find it in the first place. She performed the ritual. She found a card in an empty city, which I'm assuming was Sigil. Yeah. Um, How'd she get to Sigil? I, and Omatep was like, Sigil? Yeah, does that sound familiar to you? Oh, Omatep? I mean, yeah. But you don't, nobody goes to it there anymore. I mean, it's she un- she did specifically say nobody was there, so... Yeah, well, I mean, makes- there's one person, but... Eesh. She's okay. great. The lady. Yeah, I'm, I like her, but... No, I mean, you uh, don't... You, no, it's just not done. That's part yeah. of the problem here, Sid, is... Uh, planar travel, it's been very, very hard for a very long time. We have Tirza. Yay! Well, you say that, but... Uh, People just can't go jumping willy-nilly all over the place. Not like the old days. Why? Shit. You wouldn't happen to know why, Omatem. Why? Oh, yes, no of course. I am perfectly aware of that fact, considering how often I leave my shop. I... So can you tell us? 500 years ago, something went crazy. And then all of the planar travel kind of went kaputski. I still get customers from the valley. I still get customers from some of the the nicer outer planes. But uh, everything else kind of went wonky. And honestly, I don't leave my shop very much. Occasionally I pop in in Stormhaven, I say hello to some people, some friends I've made in the last little while. But other than that, you know, it's 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 rough. I don't know. Don't know what to tell you. Once mm. upon a time there were people, they could like hop on these 
crazy boats and go flying through the skies, and that would bring them to other planes of existence. It was a whole thing. Yeah, that's that sounds made up, but um, I've still got one of them around here somewhere. But uh, does it fold? <laughs> unfortunately no well I mean it does like once or twice and then you can't use it anymore you can't unfold mm-hmm. it yeah, no. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one time um, use yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the trick with the folding boat is that it is also an unfolding boat mm. you should really just call it an unfolding boat oh, and just... you know you're not wrong yeah it's way more impressive mm-hmm. sounding but yeah, I, again, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. And I and he'll turn to pitch. And I don't know anything to tell you. And pitch will look at you, Sid, and ask, "What are you all talking about?" We are trying to brainstorm the best possible solution for getting you home. Um. Because we're not totally sure how you got here, um, you you perform the ritual. You blood and and gold and a banana. I wasn't sure what that last one was, but, but you I did the, you did, did the, the first other parts. Uh, uh, Omatap. Hmm. Yes. Is it possible to perform the ritual that? You wait, wait, hold on a second. Pitch, do you still have okay. the card? Do you still have the card that you found? The, the, the pat the the weird blue pants that she's wearing and like reach into uh, some pockets and you can see that the pockets really like she can only get like up to the second knuckle of her hand into this like not even oh, quite man. a pocket pocket. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh god damn. <laughs> And she what kind of material? The patriarchy. What a, what a fucking tragedy. Yeah. God. <laughs> it, it's a rough looking blue material. It's not like anything you've ever seen before. Like maybe it's some kind of hide. Huh. Hmm. I want. I want some. How flared We're are the all bottoms? Wearing jets. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. How flared are the bottom cuffs of these? They're not flared, but it Boot definitely cut. looks as though they're uh, slightly distressed. They're like fading okay. to white near the bottoms, uh-huh. and you mm, can tell stylish. that uh, the the shoes she's wearing are these like uh, very strappy sandals that kind of wrap around the feet and then up the the calf a little bit. Oh, that's cool. And a crop top. God, what a look. Yeah. And yeah, she pulls the card out of the, the not quite pocket. And she holds can it up. I, can I can I see that? Sure. And she'll hand it over. Uh I take a look at it. I mean it looks it's positively identical. almost as though it's gonna crumble in your hand, it's so old. Omatap. Yes. <laughs> this was found in Sigil. Oh. And he'll, like, look at it and ask for it. Put his hand out asking yeah. for it. Yeah, sure. Oh. He'll kind of, like, give it a sniff. Lick it slightly. Huh. Ugh. <clears throat> yep, that's old paper. Yeah. That's, hmm. yeah. <laughs> Why? Like, what did you do? Uh, dog. What? 
He just drank a potion with a tongue in it. So at this point, that's true. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, yeah, that's definitely one of my old cards. She says she performed the ritual, but without the banana. Without? Why would you do it without the banana? It clearly says banana. She didn't know what that was. He'll like look over at her and look back to you. It's like, okay, this one doesn't know what a banana is, so um, she clearly can't be trusted. It it does seem a little silly to do a ritual without one of the components of it. It seems a little impossible to do a ritual without one of the components. Unless I'm misunderstanding magic, which is entirely possible. I, and Omatep will kind of like fidget nervously and like hold the card in his in two hands and look down at it and set it on the, the sales counter. Kind of slide it away from him. I, I, I it should not be possible, I think. Pretty sure. Like 85%. Right? He'll say, kind of like looking between Alexander, then looking up at the ceiling. And Alexander will just kind of shrug. But well, clearly we have proof that that is not true, so I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah, I mean, with the with the data that we have, she did the ritual and she came here only mm-hmm. without the banana, and Alexander didn't lead her here. So maybe the banana part is just so that Alexander brings you to the shop? And Alexander and will nod it, and pat his tummy. Yeah, I mean, without the banana, why would he come? But that means shakes nods his head emphatically. Well, the gold too. And Alexander shrugs, and Omatep says, "No, that part's for me." (laughs) He gets the other gold. (laughs) It's an even split. He gets the banana. I get the other stuff. Oh, I see see what you did there. Split. Um, (laughs) But okay, so let's say we perform the ritual as we did to get here. There's always going to be that door to get us out of here, correct? Presumably, unless something has gone wildly wrong. Right. So if if Pitch did the same thing, but without the banana, theore- theoretically, there should be a door to where she came from somewhere in the sh- shop. Is that something you could... Slowly big shrug. Is that something you could find, or is that just an unreasonable... You're asking for an alternate door out of the shop. Yeah. I have never seen such a thing in all of my time running this fantastic establishment that I run. Okay. Well, it's when you have two sets of customers in the shop. It's happened before. Yeah. Alexander will lead the first one out, and then Alexander will come back and lead the second one out. It has did never Alexander been an issue in the past. Did the did Alexander lead the Abishai into here? Yes. Oh. And Alexander will kind of nod. Albeit a little uh ashamedly. And That's right. yes, an awkward Everyone pause. Makes Everyone makes <laughs> mistakes. And Omatep yeah. will say, 
For all I knew, they were coming here to shop. It's true. You didn't I know. mean, right? The, didn't the ritual didn't doesn't work if if the shop or Omatep will be put in potential danger. So clearly, and clearly, there is an acceptable level of danger that the shop will accept. He'll say it like <laughs> okay. shouting at the ceiling. <laughs> what the fuck? Um. <laughs> so, so if pitch just. And Pitch will say to you, Sid, I am feeling very left out of this conversation. I, there is a lot to figure out. I I do apologize. I will, we're still working out the details. I don't fully know how this place works. Um, So just, just trying to figure it out. Does the person who was here first know how this place works? The person who was here first. And I point to the bald one. No. (laughs) That is really upsetting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We, but we're still we're still figuring it out. We'll we'll I'll get back to you. Okay, just 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 be patient. Patience, yes, of course. And she'll like kind of walk away and run. Listen, we don't listen. We don't have to be doing any of this. We We have stuff to do. It's true. (laughs) Uh, I don't so. So, but potentially, could Alexander just lead her to a door? And if she's the first customer to leave, then it should be her door, right? Sure. Yes, that sounds perfectly reasonable. Alexander, why don't you lead our friend out of the store? Now, are you saying that just to get her out of the store, Omatep? Or do you actually... Are you actually being honest about this? Do like, you believe that will work? Can't it be both? Is with it both? Not, with, with you, not necessarily. Is the question. It is a little bit of both. It might work. It probably will work. I don't see why it wouldn't work. I also don't see why it would work. Alexander did not lead this person into the store, so Alexander showing this person out of the store might not get them where they want to go, but it will get them out of the store. I have not been to the Elemental Plane of Steam in a long, long time. That place is not super conducive to people with skin. Well, okay, and the thing is, is that she'll just go back to Sigil. Right. Since that's where she did the ritual. And there are so many doors there. There. Doors for days. And presumably if she got two sigils, she could figure out how to get from Right? Right. Maybe. That's her problem at that point, right? Exactly. Yes. Thank you, Tirza. Her problem. Entirely her problem. I just mean, if she's... Yeah. I mean, to be perfectly frank, if we just are like, hey, the door's back that way, and she finds it on her own, that should work. Absolutely. Thank you, Cherish. Is I mean, it seems like it would be very easy for someone who doesn't know what they're doing to get lost in here, though. It absolutely I mean, is. Thank you, Tirza. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> is Sigil a dangerous place to be at the moment? Uh, define dangerous. I mean, a desert Possibly. island is dangerous if you 
try to swim away, or if you go, you know, trying to burn down the few trees that are there, but you can survive. Are there... Well, there's only, you said there's someone there. Is that individual yeah. who is there... Dane... Uh, hmm, hmm. Yes. Very. Okay. But okay. not like... I mean, a volcano is dangerous, so long as you stay away from it, it's fine. Yeah. Not always, no. <laughs> no. Vesuvius is in the chat. Krakatoa. Wait till Yellowstone Pompeii goes, has dog. entered the chat. <laughs> yeah. There are plenty of things that are extremely dangerous, but so long as you don't go poking at them, it should be fine. And since it's a big place, the odds of her running into the lady, her most divine eminence, is uh, go, not oh, very low odds. Well, I guess at least that's a step in the right direction. So yeah, just uh, tell her to follow Alexander out of the shop and that will solve everybody's problems. What do you guys think? Can I just in like inside check that I'm I mean Elmatep is wearing his ideals pretty yeah, much on his non existent yeah, sleeve here. Uh, it, it's less it's less that I, Olivia, want to figure out what he's saying. It's more just like hmm. being pretty transparent about like, yeah, he kinda just wants to get rid of this person. And if there's a way to do that, great. Can we buy a a some sort of scroll that allows them to travel to wherever it is they need to go to. I don't know how much that's going to set us back now that I want to spend the money on this rando. A scroll of uh, what would it be? I guess uh, plane shift? I don't know yeah. if I have any of those. Probably. I don't know. Spitball in here. Did, did you ask her... What what plane she was from? If she was from the you said the plane of steam. Mm-hmm. Well, it's in, hmm. That's which that's where she said. But I mean, I guess. Hmm. Then maybe. I, mean, I could also try the thing. Yeah, but then you would have to go there, right? I know, I'd have to figure out... Well, I mean, I I got... I got back last time! Yeah, but based on what Omentep was just saying about the plane of steam, it's not super compatible with individuals with skin. Is that correct, Omentep? I mean, yeah. I don't know how you feel about being a boiled or uh i guess kind of poached maybe um like especially in that tin can yeah i mean i mean there are safe spots to be sure but it's just you if you don't know where you're going you can wind up in a it's true giant and i would just be like boiling steam hopping randomly to wherever this person belongs wherever their connection is to um, what? Uh, but then I could just like pop back uh, really uh, quick, uh, 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 maybe. Tears it, tears it, tears it. Don't don't say anything for free. Yeah. What's going on here? 
How could you this? Hey, Omatev, tell me more Nothing's about the tattoo happening. thing. Hey, Omatev, if you want to know, tattoo. you got to fucking pay, okay? Huh. Okay. <laughs> and maybe, it's like, go check for one of those scrolls of plain shift. Look, I was being cagey before, but I can tell you for a fact there are no scrolls of plain shift in this shop. Okay. Damn it. Just didn't want to get now your about- hopes up. What about scroll of pain shift? Oh, yeah, sure. Got that. Mm. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Gives all the pain that you Jackal. have to somebody else. It, God, that sounds great. I can use those, It sounds super fucking rad. <laughs> okay. Just growl every day uh, pain shifts to Phineas Finebrook and then punches himself in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Has to be a willing target, of course. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it would work once. Still useful. <laughs> It would work once. I would say, I have a gift for you, and he'd be like, oh, yes, calls, yes. <laughs> no, dog, it's a square drop kick right to the Anyway, pants. Sid, why don't you just tell our uh, new associate here that Alexander will lead her out of the shop. All right. Uh, I turn to Pitch, and I say... Have you finally figured something out? Yes. So the way that we think that this place works, uh, and I apologize for not being able to be 100% certain here, but nobody in this shop right now totally knows what's going on with this. But basically, the hells. I have found my place in a place in the hells. Fantastic. It's possible. Um, our friend Alexander here, I point, I gesture to the monkey. Uh, he leads us here, but he also leads us back. So perhaps if he were to lead you back to the one entrance to this place, it would take you back to where you came here from. When Sid says Alexander's name in whatever language this is, Alexander will suddenly like recoil and the hackles on the back of his neck will stand up and he'll let out this Alexander. What did it what did I say? What were you, you saying? I said his name. And Alexander will look at you like really furiously. I'm I'm sorry. I I, I reach into the into the uh, the, uh I, I pull out a banana and he'll smack the banana aside. <laughs> oh my god! He's really mad. I, what did I do? And Omatepo will go. I don't know. Something you said clearly. I I just said his. Name, well, do whatever. Well, I okay. Jeez, sorry. What? Apologize I, and tell him you won't ever say his name again in that language. I I just I just said I'm sorry, Alexander. I am sorry. I whatever I did, I won't do it again. I swear. Alexander will eye you suspiciously, and then point at you, point at his eyes, point back at you. Hey, that's Pitch fair. Doesn't say it either. Yeah. Um. Oh, hey, uh, Pitch. What language are we speaking right now? You are speaking the true tongue. I assume the the true tongue. You are speaking namespeak. Yes. 
Hmm. I don't know what that means. But y'all fucked up. Huh. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Well, just curious. Uh yeah, so basically our friend here. She'll look at the monkey, look back at you. Just just refer to him as friend. Um when uh, yeah, like as as I said, he leads us here. So when he leads you back to the one entrance slash exit of this place, it should be where you came from. Okay. So I am to follow this monkey to a door to lead me out of here. Yes. Sure. Why not? It's either that or stay here. So No, let's do the first thing. Great. All of these people are insane. Mm, I do not know true. how you received the blessing from the lady, but here we are. Uh, you know, I'm just just a very likable personality. Anyways, doesn't seem like it. Mm. I haven't been talking at all, so I shouldn't be included in that list. Yeah, you're you just you silently looming. You think I'm on the side? You think we're all insane now? Just like, what if you could understand all this shit? Like, Talila hasn't even said anything yet. <laughs> Talila is she like slowly, quietly circling this person and like looking her up and down and is kind of squinting at her. And like, you see a couple of times, Sid, just behind Pitch, she'll like almost reach out and touch one of her legs. And uh, Judah will go, oh, no, 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 no. And Talal will go, oh. Ryan. And Pitch will say, okay, can we do this? Um, I mean, we don't have, we don't have to go. Uh, I gesture to Alexander. Do you mind leading her to the door? And Alexander will glance at you, glance at Pitch. That's over to Omertep, and Omertep is like, go on, go on, come on. And Alexander will roll his eyes, hop off the counter, and look at Pitch, and then gesture. And she will go, finally. Her tattoos and markings flaring with color as she begins following the monkey. You're welcome. That's fine. Um, maybe <laughs> unless she gets like opens the door and it's like oh far realm whoops nah, or, nah, oh, you gonna, dissolve <laughs> we're just gonna put her into an airlock like basically yeah <laughs> and as she leaves the sigil on Sid's forehead begins to sputter and die and oh. it fades out that's how that works I will heal you for 11. Oh, thanks. And Amatap will say, Well, all is well that ends well, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, hopefully. Speaking of Shakespeare references. <laughs> so, now that we have gotten rid of that strange and awkward person who has no money to buy things, my favorite customers, welcome. What can I get for you this day? Um, I was just showing off this amazing new contraption. It's an automatic tattoo machine. Mostly automatic. Right. It's 
Yeah, mostly automatic. Automatic slash slightly manual tattoo machine. Yes. Uh, what kind of tattoos can you do with this thing? All sorts. And he'll start flipping through the instruction manual. There, there are tattoos that make you resistant to damage. There are tattoos that uh, can make you kind of ghosty and ethereal. There are tattoos that make you be able to change what you look like. There are tattoos that kind of work like spell scrolls, and you can kind of seal the spells on your flesh. There are uh, spells. There are tattoos that can make it so you can uh, write stuff with your finger. Ooh. Somebody likes it. Like, out, like you press the digitation, though. But it would make my PowerPoint so much better. <laughs> Turn your finger into a laser pointer. Make them more yes. permanent. <laughs> but also the resistance to damage one. I like that a lot. Yeah. Hey, Omatep, do you have like a menu uh, or or a reference uh, catalog of of tattoos? And he'll like grab a second booklet and goes, "Yes, right here." Oh, great. Um. Of course, some of the, the ones, like the, the one that lets you kind of resist certain types of damage, it's a little pricey. Mm-hmm. How pricey? How pricey. Well, with the components required and the, the let's see, the machine, it's, and he like starts flipping through a book and he goes down and finds that one. It's like, ah, so this is a tattoo that will require... Uh, covering at least two limbs or perhaps the entirety of a back or the upper part of your torso. It's a very extensive tattoo. Um, and uh, it will have to be, oh, at least 10,000 gold. Oh, man. Wow. Mm. What's the cheapest one? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the cheapest friendship tattoos. Because that's what you want out of a tattoo. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah what's cheapness. your flash? What's your flash sale? <laughs> well, the one that lets you write out of your finger. I could probably give that to you for uh, one hundred gold. It's, it's reasonable. Is that like a permanent effect, or it is a tattoo? It it stays on. <laughs> uh, do you know what the tattoo is, Tirza? I do. I didn't think about that question before I asked it. <laughs> Specifically, it lets you write with your fingertip. And uh, if you want, uh, I believe once a day, it will let you uh, make whatever you write with your fingertip invisible, except to a creature that you say can see what you've written. So cool. That is that is pretty cool. You can only do that once per day, but you can do the writing thing for as much as you want. Is it like you can uh, write stuff in the air, like anywhere, like on any surface? Uh, I think it's kind of that you squirt ink out of your fingertips. I'm not 100% sure. I've never used this thing before. I'm just reading mm. what it says here. Do you have anything that... Because I, I'm looking... For the reason why I wanted to come here is, uh, you know, the last couple of fights that we had uh, got hit pretty hard a couple of times by some of those nasty demons. Do you have anything that might make me a little bit more difficult to hit? A little more difficult to hit, eh? 
Well, yeah. I mean, there is one of these tattoos. Uh, let's see, the uh, the ghost step tattoo. Uh, you can use it to turn uh, ethereal for at least once a day. Doesn't that sound that great? Sounds pretty cool. Or you could do something boring, like get you some kind of cloak of resistance, or you know, better armor or something. What? How much would this cool ghost step tattoo cost me? Uh, let's see the uh, the components and everything. Uh, was uh, ooh <laughs> uh, twenty thousand. <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna go with something a little bit more boring. Sorry, Omatap. It's up to you. This one's pretty cool. It sounds very cool, Omatep. Thank you for offering, but I do not have that kind of cash. You can move through solid objects. That's, yes, that's great, but I can't, I can't, af- that doesn't change the amount of money I have in my pockets, <laughs> Omatep. Unless it does. It doesn't. I have well, heard a rumor that uh, someone here is a certain elvish prince. And by heard the rumor, I mean you told me it that one time. I I I did. I sold you that information. So yes. clearly, you have access to some resources, my friend. Mm, you could also not- use that spell to get more resources, and by that I mean no good thievery and um ne'er do wellness. Don't do that. I shouldn't have suggested that. You I'm, know, like all the I times mean, I, that he's done that before, which is never. I haven't had friends. Yeah, I haven't had to steal for for years, um, but uh, what's that? He's not really liquid at the moment. <laughs> we could make him liquid, though. I have a spell for that. <laughs> this tattoo does that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe something a little bit cheaper on the tab. Okay. Well, what did you have in mind? Uh, I don't know. Some kind of like it could be. Uh, 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 a friend of mine recommended uh, something made out of a cloak made out of a, a, a fay creature or a creature in uh, called a oh, displacer beast. beast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, a cloak of displacement. Yes, I could yeah. probably find one of those. Okay, okay. I'm sure there must be at least one kicking around. Probably, probably. I think so. Yes. Okay. Maybe might be a little bit uh, cheaper for you. Great. Right. What are we? What, what are we? What are we talking here? Well, I'd have to go look, see how many we have in stock. Of course. Great. Of course. But yeah. uh, if you want to, uh, I'll wait here and look over maybe the the fine selection of tattoos that my automatic machine can scribe onto your skin. Uh, we can uh, talk about that once I go and find it. Sounds great. Do you have a price list, Mike? Of the <laughs> tattoos, Mike. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> Our DM. Because <laughs> I, I have all the tattoos here. I know. I'm, I'm none of the prices associated no, with no that. Price. It depends on the rarity. Right. Right. Uh, like yeah, because I don't have the book. I just have the tattoos. Right. And none of the any of them. The, the the very rare. Well, oh. it should say that the rarities on the item that you're looking at. A on list of tattoos. I'm 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 just on a web page. Okay. I'm on like yeah, it's there like, was like an article that somebody yeah. published that okay. has oh, all of gotcha. them. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. On D D Beyond it could never be easy. Uh, 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 <laughs> that is what I'm looking Mike, at it. Oh. Mike, uh just just really, really quick out of curiosity. Hmm. The uh, the Shadowfell brand. Mm-hmm. What uh I could finally have dark vision like the rest of my party. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and, I can finally you know, not be the only one who can't see. You can have yeah. the damage taken once per day. That's also very good. Which is pretty good. Yeah. The, they're uh, in the margins of this pamphlet that have been, that Omatep is going to leave you with. There is the prices like scribbled in that he's written there. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the, the shadow brand tattoo will run you 2,500. That's not That's not terrible. bad, but I, I can't afford that. I mean, you can, you if, can you if you sell, sell some secrets. I will say this: the Good the idea. very rare ones, which include the uh, the absorbing tattoos, the the life well tattoo, and the, the ghost, ghost step tattoo, will all be ten thousand plus. Yeah, that barrier tattoo, the bonus to AC. That one probably varies depending on how much of a bonus to AC. Yes, is. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, the ghost yeah, step is very cool. The uncommon one will run you uh, 400 gold. The rare one will run you 3,000. And the very rare one will run you uh, 25,000. I also don't know if we've explicitly said this, but obviously, in case you listeners haven't figured it out already, this is from the brand new... Oh yeah, these magical tattoos are brought to you by Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, which is a fun new source pick for D&D 5th edition. And yeah, one that your cool. DM has very, cool. very have had a lot of fun with flipping through. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, lots of stuff. Remind me what the rare one costs for the barrier. Uh, the barrier would be... <coughs> um, no, the, that's the, the middle one is the rare one, and that would cost uh, 3,000. Okay. Oh, it's... You know, it's yeah. To make your AC 15 plus your dex modifier, though it tops out at 2. Ooh, that is nice. Well, that I would give me two, plus 2 to my AC. It would, or no, I would finally one. have an AC of 16 rather than 14. <laughs> well, <laughs> as you look over these price sheets and contemplate what you want, as Omatep goes out into the shop and looks for a cloak of displacement, I think it is there that we're going to take our break. And when we come back, you will conclude your shopping here at Duskwalker Import and Export TM. From the Journal of Atticus Carter, dated 30th of So, 521 AV. I'm told I need to move up my timetable. The 15th won't do anymore. Unfortunate, given all of the resources and effort that's been put into this project, that now, here at the end, we need to rush things. But as they say, no plan survives first contact with the enemy. The fact that mine has survived first, second, and third contacts is somewhat of a miracle. Not that she ever knew what she was slamming her head into this whole time. How could she? This is what we get for having the right hand not know what the left hand is doing. I realize it is not my place to judge the grand plan, but I wish I had been consulted at the very least. The attempt at manipulating the secondary target was foolhardy, and now he is beyond our grasp. Thankfully, the samples from Amberfell have been delivered promptly. So while the work may be rushed, it will be no less potent. I suppose in the end, no amount of planning would have been sufficient. 
There was always going to be a certain amount of improvisation. When the weapon is released, it will do what it has been designed to do. The precise nature of its activities, I cannot say. There will be fire. There will be blood. And the old mage will die. And welcome back to Material Components. When we last left our heroes, they had dealt with some unexpected co-customers in Duskwalker Import and Export TM. Thankfully, they're gone now. So now it's time for shopping. Out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. Who? Who was here? I have already forgotten. Their name was Pitch. It's okay. I can't wait for it to be like, ah, yeah, Pitch was the key to the whole thing. (laughs) I handed you an important NPC and you were just like, get out of here. We already have one. Thank you. Uh, I said I already got one. You handed us an NPC who was like, get me out of here. (laughs) So we got them out of here. So you did. Good job. But now there is things to buy. Yeah. Omatep has showed you his new and improved automatic tattoo machine, now with 30% less death. You have also asked after... Well, don't worry about it. Uh, You have also asked after a cloak of displacement, which he has bustled off to go find. Yes, please. As you are looking over the catalog of tattoos, Alexander returns and hops back up on the sales counter, looking after all of you and kind of like... Looking over your shoulder and looking at the tattoo catalog as well. Is he giving me the stink eye? Or is bit. he giving, or is it worse? Is he just not even looking at me? No, he'll look at you occasionally and just be like, eh. look at you. Alexander, how are you? And Alexander will just kind of shrug and give yeah, you a little hand same. wavy, like, yeah, it's fine. I, I feel you. Yeah. But then he'll like jerk a thumb over towards Sid and roll his eyes like this one. Right, yeah, you don't travel with him. I just want people to like me. That's like the only that's Bobby. that's that's like my thing. I that's I just want people to like me. Alexander will shoot you a look that just says, Well try harder then. I, I try way too hard. That's my honestly that's my character flaw, god damn but, it. But see it's visible. It's visible. You can't let us know that. Well, I let you know it because you guys are my friends, but I don't fucking are- just go. I just don't go off and like tell people that like I want them to like me. I just be me, and you know, then plays get fu- whatever. It doesn't matter. Fucking monkey. <laughs> Alexander will just look you with a kind of flat stare. You start another banana. And eventually Omatep will come from somewhere deeper in the shop and go, Ah, cloak of displacement, cloak of displacement. I found it. We had one, ver- one last one in stock. You're very, very lucky. Oh, thank you. I bet. I bet the price is real low, too, because it's the last one. And seeing as oh, this is our last one in stock, uh, and this is a very powerful magical item, you must understand. Do you know what this does? It makes me harder to hit. Very much harder to, to hit. hit. And you can see this is a uh, a deep cowled ten- tentacular cloak, and I say tentacular because it's got these two long tendrils that kind of drape down off of the shoulders that end in these kind of like barbed 
pseudopods that looks as though this thing was originally the pelt of some kind of monster, but it was been fashioned into a somewhat intimidating looking cloak. The weird thing about it is that there's a slight shimmer around the cloth, and Omentep will say, I will demonstrate, and he will throw it over his shoulders and then, like, wait as he attunes to it and goes, ah, there we go. And as he's moving, you can see that there's a slight shimmer around him. And as he starts, like, dancing back and forth from foot to foot, you can see that there's this displacement effect. And after a certain point, you can't tell where he is and where his after image is as he's moving quickly. If he's moving fairly slowly at a sedate pace, it's almost like a slight heat disturbance around him. But as he's moving quickly and as though one might move in combat, it creates an after image just far enough behind him that it becomes difficult to tell exactly where he is. Okay. All right. I'm impressed. And he'll settle what, back what, down what? and go, <laughs> see, very cool. Displacer beast, the monsters these are made of, they do that all the time. All right. How much would something like this run me? No pull the cloak off his shoulders and sling it over one arm and say, this effect is very powerful. It only ever turns off if you get hit, which is the big thing. Okay. It'll turn back on after a little bit, after you've been hit, but uh, during that time, it kind of opens you up to even more attacks. Okay. But I can part with this cloak of displacement for the low, low price of 4,000 gold. Oh. It hurts. Oh, it hurts. already include our discount? Ah, yes. Yes, it does. Of course it does. It's a very good cloak. It will make sure you do not get hit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyone trying to hit you will be put at quite a disadvantage. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to need to do obviously because I have no money. All right, Omatab. That is me. Yes. What if I told you the origin of this here sword? Its creation has quite a tale. It's true, I do. And Omatep will glance at the sword, look at you. See it. It's a magic mm. sword. I can yes. probably guess a thing or two about where it comes from. I'm guessing. Oh, and watch this. I'm going to use my magical powers. It mm. was forged by a oh, 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 blacksmith. And then it gained magical properties due to some, oh, I'm going to say, crazy metal that was used in its forging process. Yes, but what metal, Omatep? What metal? No. Glance at the sword. I was like, well, I can't really tell. The blade's in a sheath. What if I told you that this sword was made from a material called Dreamstone, stolen from an archfey? I would thank you very much for that information. What? How much would that sell for? I don't need to buy any of that. I already know it. No, no. How much would that information sell for, Omatap? I'm selling information here. You couched it in a very hypothetical situation, my friend. That's not fair. Omatap? Yes. 
I am trying my best to be reasonable here. I just got that person out of your shop. I did you a fucking favor. That's true. You did. And quite a favor. You know, I do not like loiterers. Yeah, I know. It's usually us. <laughs> true. Sid, my friend. You are telling me what? That this sword is made of a magical metal that was stolen from an archfey, yes? Yes. That is all well and good, but that is not actionable information. Well, what kind of actionable information? It's wanted by an archfey. The material is it's wanted by the by an archfey. How is that not actionable? So are you telling me, Sid, my friend, yes. that yes. your sword is wanted by an singular archfey? And that you are willing to tell me which archfey that is and what the material is so that I, your friend, Omatep, can sell that information to this other archfey who is hunting for it? You do not seem to have think, thought this out. Omatep, I don't have that many secrets, okay? I'm just trying to get this cloak so I don't fucking die. And that is wonderful. And the fact that you have friends who might be able to help you with that is incredible, isn't it? Unfortunately, I am not running a charity here. Um, I want to help you. I really do. And if I you me some kind of information Omatep, that I could here's use... A, here's the thing, Omatep. I don't believe you. I don't believe that you want to help us. I believe that you just want our money. Also that. So, what if... What if instead of us spending money here, we just go and fucking find somebody else to sell us some items for maybe a more reasonable price? You're because welcome honestly, to try. Uh, yeah. Do you remember when I sold you the information that I am related to an, uh, a high elven uh, family with uh, lots of resources? Do you know you the, reason why, the reason why I didn't go to them for those resources is because I already had a, a good friend with, um, with with a fine magic item establishment here. And I, I decided, instead of tapping into that resource, I'm going to sink my money into somebody who I can trust, somebody who knows uh, that I, that has my best interests. And frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed, Omatev. I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed in this establishment. Frankly, I don't see why we should buy anything. Sid, you're right. I apologize deeply for wasting your time. Alexander will show you to the door. Great. I'm fine leaving. I am sorry I could not be more helpful, but there are rules to this. Do you remember when uh, Alexander was missing and nobody came into the shop and the shop seemed really agitated about that? <laughs> yes, and I am a little more aware of exactly the circumstances that occurred around that. Mm. Mm -hmm. And see how I am not holding it against you in any way, shape or form. You mean how we returned Alexander? That is not oh. what happened. That is what happened. We returned Alexander. Oh you stopped God. the problem on your own. 
allowing Alexander to come back. Okay, sure. All right. If you all want to spend money here, if you all want to sell secrets to this person, be my guest. I'm sorry I've made you so upset, my friend. It is simply that I do not want information that I could sell or will sell that might hurt you in the long run. Ask your friend Cherish. Wait, what? Remember that letter I told you never to read to anyone else ever again? Yeah. Did he say that? He did. Yeah, he did. Was that before or after I read it to a bunch of people? Before. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) It was really just Darren Dunn. It was really just Darren Dunn. Um, You took money for that secret, right? That is how Cherish purchased this fine staff. No, Grawl bought that for me. What'd I buy? You bought me the fire staff. Oh, yeah, that's right. I okay. own that staff. I'd like to I'm, sell that I'm... staff. Cherish, you have both. Oh, well, we, have, we do have two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, why am yeah. I just sell Sid, that? Hey, Sid. Hey, Sid. Um, yeah. If you're done, like, talking to... I want to talk to the manager Um I have some things I would like to discuss with Ovatap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Good. <laughs> If you're done being an elven prince about all of this, I have some stuff I need to do. That's that's fine, Cherish. That is absolutely fine. Go right ahead. Okay, I will. Um, yeah. So, um, a little bit ago, I came in here by myself. Ah, yes, I remember. You needed a... Uh... Another fire staff. Uh, Apparently you destroyed the first one, and uh, yet another hat of disguise. Very lucky that I got a second one in stock. Yeah. Um, Also, there was that that, uh, charm of eyes that I sold you. How is that working out? Charm of eyes? Uh Ah, yes. A very rare magical item. I was very happy to sell that to you, actually. Uh, It functions much like the cloak of eyes, but it's been reduced to a a simple bracelet. Excellent. I think it was weird that it looked like... Never mind. Okay. Hmm? I'm sorry? And it looked like this thing, and I'm kind of holding it in my hand. Uh, Just the wrist part. A yeah. little bit, I guess, kind of. Not the same color. Okay. Um, I gotta remind myself what Cloak of Eyes does. Alright, this robe lets you see in all directions and you have advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on sight. You have dark vision out to a range of 120 feet. You can see invisible creatures and objects as well as see into the ethereal plane out to a range of 120 feet. The eyes on the robes can't be closed or averted, uh, though you can uh, close or avert your own eyes. You are never considered to be doing so while wearing this robe. Blah, 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 blah. The blah, blah, blah is pretty important too. Yeah, it's about a light spell cast on the robe or a daylight spell cast within five feet of the robe causes you to be blinded for one minute. So that's the blah, blah, blah. Interesting. Yeah, but uh, it has been reduced 
to the contents of a bracelet instead of a hmm. full-blown robe of eyeballs. eyeballs. Do yeah. we do we keep that thing? Yeah. I was oh, actually cool. coming here to get it identified, but he oh. did it for me for free. Thank you. Hooray! All the um, phrasing. Yay. <laughs> That's all. It's working out, yes? Great. Uh, it was for a little while. Unfortunately... Oh, boy, do I have some information to sell you. Oh, that's good. I am happy to buy information. Actionable information. I have a twin. I think it was weird that she wanted to buy the same exact stuff over again. No. And also a bracelet that looks kind of like her Forgebound item. It doesn't. Not really. Her Forgebound thingy oh, has all that? those gems and the the, 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 uh, the chainy bits on the fingers. And I'm, I'm going to pull out the the identical thing. I'm not sure if it's identical anymore, but... Uh, I mean, it looks identical as far as you're concerned. Yeah. She did something to it to make it. Yeah. Okay, that's fair, I guess. She did something to it. Um, but yeah, some I'm like pull out the double staffs and the what two hats. But you, and you. Oh. A twin? A twin. I cherish. Wait, was it, I wasn't there for the three, right? On the show. No, uh, only Cherish saw that. Okay. Yeah. That was very, yeah. I think, wait, did Valor see Infernal, it? Right? No, it was only you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, some other people saw it, they just couldn't read it. Right. Yeah. I could have sworn Valor read it, but that's okay. I, I, I mean, I felt like you, because it was, it was like underneath the shirt. Yeah, a little bit. There was like a whole specific thing where Sid was like, "I I'm not gonna look at it because I don't want to take Cherish's like pull Cherish's shirt down without that, which is fair, and yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. yeah. So I assumed it was only you. Ah, <laughs> uh, Cherish, Cherish, Cherish. I oh, I do not want to take this information from you. Can I be honest? You can sell back those items. That would be fine. But I do not want to give you store credit for this information. For much the same reason that I will not take the information that Sid was proffering. I know of only one individual who would find this useful. Are you obligated to sell this information if you have it? Well, if you... If he gives a store credit for it, then it's his information to sell. That's fair. I mean, can yeah. you tell me who? I think because, you know. Well, yeah, and like that person already knows because... Are we talking about the same person? I don't think you guys I mean, are talking about the same person. Oh, maybe, maybe not. not. 
right. We'll say we'll both say what about? we're thinking at the same time. <laughs> the same time. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> when it comes to devils, maybe maybe not saying names out loud. I was, that's what I was just about to say. Is all of us say a different devil name at the yeah. same time? Yeah, <laughs> it'll be fun. Let's see who answers. <laughs> it's like a Ouija board. Yeah. Are we talk about Big M or Big A over here. <laughs> My point is. Probably the individual that could utilize this information is not going to do you any good. I'm trying to look out for you kids, okay? But there are certain rules to this place. It's just that the only reason that I'm pretty sure both of the names know about it is because one of them's my dad and the other one has sort of been hanging around <laughs> my every waking moment for like the past couple months. Maybe it's not one of those two. And he, he wasn't there for that stuff. How do you know? I mean, that's true, but he wasn't explicitly there that's true. in lesser form. Was, when he was wandering around with you, he had to be invited. That is true. That's true. But when that but when like, we yeah. did kill the lesser, he was still just like there, standing in the corner. <laughs> and but he that left. Might have, but that yeah. might have been because we killed the lesser. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't. I don't. I have no idea. How that works. I have no idea how, how that works. Yeah. Um. And we never will. Hmm. <laughs> Probably I mean, not. That- that um, was ask. That's true. Good. Yeah, that's true. That's um, that's the information you could sell. <laughs> Asmodeus was my pet for like a while. Begrudging, begrudging coworker. I think yeah. is the best we can put it. I don't know if this is actionable, but it's pretty good gossip. Uh, <laughs> how does Omatep feel about hot goss? I love the hot goss. <laughs> What's the tea? The hottest of goss. Well, if you're not going to take that, then you're probably not going to take the other thing I was going to say. It's not that I won't take it again. If you are dead set on getting information, and see, this goes for you too. If you want to sell me that information, great. Just know that I... It will get to people you don't want it to get to. If that's a price you're willing to pay to have a fancy cloak or buy some potions, great, fantastic. So long as you know the risks. Knew the risks when I took the job. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't think we did. No, I don't think we did. No. That is. Yeah, I guess in my head. Fair point. In my head, um, like I would never do this without your permission, obviously, but. Yeah, I don't know if you would be okay with whoever randos knowing that, you know, you're in my corner to Maz. Yeah, that would be... Like, she would not, oh, like... Oh, you say uh, that out loud to Maz? Or in your head Not out Maz? loud, just in my head, yeah. I... <laughs> and you hear a slight... Like, Fuck you. <laughs> hmm. Tell him. 
For real? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Let them know that I am no longer silent. I mean, that would be worth quite a bit. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, if you're okay with it. It may complicate your life going forward. There are many who would take my reemergence poorly. I mean, that's to be expected. So know that it makes you a target. When is she not? Yeah, I mean, when am I not? But also, is that worth, is that worth somehow, in some way, possibly getting back to Pyre Scale that his <laughs> mom loves me more than him? <laughs> Honestly, yes. Yeah, I mean, that it is. is worth I mean, anything. <laughs> it's what fuels me in real life. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, is, gonna... it, is, it is true that you're already wanted but you know it's up to you if you want more dog more people you know you make promises hard to keep (laughs) i make promises that are hard to keep (laughs) waka waka um and omatep will look between cherish and sid and go again i'm i'm Trying so hard to be helpful here. You don't know. This. I don't normally say no to these sorts of things. You have to understand. This is a big deal for me. This is like. And Alexander will kind of nod. Almost impressed. I mean. I think my. My information might be valuable, but not dangerous. Hey, there we go. Hey, perfect. What you got, Tirza? You want to sell some information that probably will, won't kill you? Uh, ignore Omotep for a second and just like the, the, the thing from early, right? That yeah, Rich I can't thing. see that breaking bad. The thing Rich that I was thing. talking oh, about right. that he was interested in. Oh, that thing, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. When are we going to talk about the big? <laughs> oh, that too. Oh, right. that I'm too. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. but is just that? Saying. But the, the, the thing know. is, okay, no, no, I'm going to tell you. It's great. Okay, all right. We we Spill don't the beans. know. We don't know what information will be dangerous, but it's true. Yeah. And now yeah. we I'm know simply that making suppositions about and... the two that you just told me is all. Yeah. Okay. Um. Understood. So the thing that I was talking about earlier that I totally mentioned in front of you, forgetting that the buying information thing, and then everyone said, "No, it's here, so shut up! Don't say that." Without somehow you that. can travel across the plains. Yeah. How? I don't, I mean, mm, that's the problem, is that I don't super know. There's, like, the fabric of reality is woven (laughs) together. Mm. And, and I, there's, like, threads in it, and I can pull on those, and then, like, go places. That's the best way I've, uh, and I will kind of explain, explain kind of how I've explained it before and then also if Agni told me any of the like like the terminology that Jeremiah Payne used that's more like clinical I'll incorporate that into okay 
and Omatep will stare at you with a hand on his chin, and you see his other hand kind of reaching down and clutching at something in his pocket. And he'll say, This... your... Huh. I don't know. It's, um... Right. That's... but... But you can do it. Mm-hmm. I would ask you to do it right now, but I'm fairly certain that it is impossible in this place. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, um, if it's not, I'm in real trouble. Oh, well, then I hope hmm. I hope it is. Uh, huh. And you said, are you the only one who can do this? No. Well... Uh, that I know of who is still around. Yes. So there is someone else who used to be able to do this then? Yes. And they are dead now? I see. Pretty pretty explicitly, yeah. Pretty explicitly dead this time. Died, yeah. This time, yeah. Say no more. But also say a little bit more. Because would you... Uh... hmm. How willing are you to do this on a semi-regular basis? I mean, I've never done it in, in um, like, non-life-or-death situations. It's not going to lie. I don't I've really got some know people who could be interested. Works. It's not, like, for anything bad. Right? Sure. I don't believe you. I have a very good insight score, according to Cherish's... uh, That is subjective. uh, No, my system is objective. (laughs) (laughs) And he doesn't follow that. Doesn't doesn't account for randomness. It doesn't account for Omotep. He's so hard to quantify. There are people, things, inside the valley that don't want to be there anymore. Is that so wrong? Uh, I and don't would be willing to pay a very steep that. premium to not be here anymore. There. I'm going to become like a fucking interplanar taxi driver. Yeah, it's... and it also sort of doesn't work like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would also have to, you know, there'd have to be like something to connect to and sure sure the details could be worked out i'm sure it's there we've we also there are maybe some places that used to exist that don't anymore huh so much it sounds like more information i'm gonna look to everybody again and be like Um, uh Uh, mm-hmm. If you're buying, um, the Feywild only exists when the frickin' Blood Crone needs it to. Well, that's not right. I mean, we were there. She oh. said. Oh, and Archfey said something? Well, I mean, oh, it's based... So, okay. Grawl and I were there in the Feywild. Okay. Wouldn't recommend it, but go on. Yeah, it was bad. It wasn't a great time. <laughs> um, but I could tell you some stories. Getting there caused rifts in the valley, 
Oh, that's bad. And when we told some of the other Archfey who were there, they got real confused and upset. The Blood Crone was like, yeah, I have to make rifts to make this place exist because it doesn't anymore. And then Tears and Sid tried to follow us. And when they were in this little this little Feywild island, it started to sink like into what I'm assuming is the itself. Astral Sea. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I will say... Because I... none of the Archfey were there. Do we know that was the Astral Sea? No, I'm just saying I'm guessing. Cherish is guessing that it's the Astral Sea. Okay. I mean, I will say I have not had any customers from the Feywild in a while. Yeah, because all the Archfey are in the Eastwood. <laughs> Some of the Archfey are in the Eastwood, yes. Okay, yeah, whatever. Tell me, have you them. heard from Titania anytime lately? And you have no idea who that is. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, as far as I can tell, she didn't get out. I'm not sure. But if she's around, then there's at least some of the Archfey left. You, you don't just destroy it, something like Titania. Yeah. I guess what I was saying is all of the Archfey that exist at the moment in the valley or in the Eastwood. Oh, sure, the valley. But what I'm saying, if Titania's not in the valley, then there's some of the Feywild left. Because wherever she's at, you, there's some Feywild. Do you know that she's not... I mean, have you have you spoken to this person? <laughs> she doesn't want to talk to me. But so, how do you know that she's around? Remember when I was walking around outside in Stormhaven, not being turned into a donkey? That's how I know she's not around. Okay. But the valley's, like, cut off. Really? everything else. Yeah, and in fact, um... Is that something we should be offering or selling? Y'all gotta start putting price tags on all this shit well, that you just this, keep kind this of This is an overarching conversation. Yeah, as far all as this I'm conversation is paid. We should monetize each, each individual piece of information. We're, Be you, slower and charge you're, by we're the charging, We're charging by the word like fucking Dickens over here. <laughs> the valley is cut off? Maybe. Tell them about our travels to the elemental planes and how uh, no one knows... Where the valley is, Look, or what I is have a strange sell. point of view all in all of this because everyone else comes to me. Yeah. Uh, okay, but when you're in Stormhaven, where do you think you are? The material plane, right? Or one of them, anyway. Mm -mm. Here's a piece of information. No. <laughs> so we've been to a couple of yeah. other plane, elemental planes. No one seems to know about the material plane or even think that it exists at all. <laughs> what? It's what? Yeah. Yeah. It's, we were told that it was That's some cuckoo bananas talk right there. That's sort of what we thought too, but we've met some folks from a place called Toral that Oh sure. They escaped from because it doesn't exist anymore. It was destroyed. Yeah, that's one time you brought a dragon into my store without telling me. Right. Okay, well, and you also, yeah. like, didn't tell us that he was stolen from that dragon, so... Like, how I knew he was still alive! How, like, we knew that that was the specific dude. But you still took a dragon into a friend's place without telling them first. 
That's just like baseline faux pas, I think, right there. So we just have to out all of our dragon friends? Like, that seems pretty fucked up. Just at least be a bit more cautious before bringing them inside. What if this place had been very small and he had turned into a big dragon? He done that. What if you were a dragon? I am definitely not a dragon. I know. Sounds like something a dragon. Sounds like something a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) We are in his lair. None of my dragon wiles work. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, the 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 material plane is cut off from everywhere else. Yeah. If this is even a material plane, we have a lot of. And do you want to know why? I am fairly certain that you are on a material plane. It it definitely feels like a material plane. Whenever I'm out there and, you know, stretching the legs a little bit. Maybe. That's a scary maybe, Tirza. Oh, 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 Omatev? Believe me. You... You don't even want to know about the week we've had. It's been a lot. A lot to take in. She'll kind of like laugh a little uh, manically. We almost died like like a bunch. At least five times. Like Cherished I... and Judah did die. And Judah, who's just been standing there the whole time, will nod and go, it's true, I did. It's been, it's been, it's been a, a fucking week. Demo Gorgon was there. Good time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, He's gone now. We fixed that. Yeah. Big dude. Yikes. I've uh, never had the pleasure. The demons, they're not uh, exactly uh, great customers. Yeah, I can imagine. What else? We ran into an abolith. Uh, that was fun. Oh, they on the other uh, hand are okay customers. I can see that. I can see that. How that would, yeah. yes. Do do we want to detail our is there stuff we would want to leave out from the our planar hopping? Um, I mean the the court thing we should maybe we've already fucked with that so much that we should maybe not say we fuck with that anymore. Not say we lean into it. I mean, I that's that's my impulse as a player, but I don't which Does court come? thing? The court of air and yeah. like those courts, yeah, or are we just talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm just. Which, the trial. We should is... also not oh. talk about the trial, like for o- real. Omatep but... also might be like, I don't know what the courts of air are because we've run he into a bunch might, of people though. who haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm unless anybody has major objections. I'm. I mean, we could sell him the information that I'll just sell a buttload of information. Yeah. Oh. We could we could just yeah. sell a buttload of information and then just have a party pool of, of yeah. funds. So I'd be willing to do that. How much are you telling him? How, how much has this got us? We're sitting at fifty gold right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Omatep is still kind of like taking all of this in. He he's these are some. That's, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That is fair. If you stop at just like the Feywild is possibly destroyed and people don't believe in the material uh, plane anymore and uh, 
that Tirza could may may or may not serve as a transplanter taxi service to some unscrupulous individuals. Um, For unscrupulous, I was very adamant about that. <laughs> of course, they have so many scruples. All the scruples that you could possibly want. I don't think you know what that word means. It's a type of coin, right? No. <laughs> no. Yes, yeah. 30 scruples. <laughs> um, yeah, I, but I, again, that depending on if that plane they want to go to even fucking exists anymore. Yeah, which yeah. we don't we don't even fucking know anymore. So if you want to stop there and ask him mm. for a price on all of this, mm. uh he will kind of like lean back on the sales counter and exchange a look with Gundam. Alexander. <laughs> And Alexander Gundam, will. Gundam. Just, of, we uh, roll into Stormhaven with a fucking gun. <laughs> no, we ain't fucking rolling into Stormhaven. We're crashing down smack dab on top of the statue, that fountain thing, and claiming the town is our own. That shit is ours now. I'm mayor, fuckers. Didn't Pyrescale already do that? No, he's down below. He dead. He dead. I'm on top. Yeah, he's dead. He's so dead. Sure. Uh, I'm he's so dead. sorry, Mike. I Super interrupted dead. you, but that imagery was really <laughs> funny, and I had to say it out loud. But yeah, Omatep will exchange a look with Alexander. Alexander will kind of give him a, a quizzical stare, scamper over towards him, put a little monkey paw on his shoulder, and he will say, no, it, it's probably not worth it. Because what if... Uh, and he'll look back at all of you and say, uh, he'll toss Sid the cloak and say, I don't know what this is worth. I really don't. There are some people I can talk to, but the, take the cloak. You can all get uh, some potions if you want, maybe an item or two. Maybe one of the cheaper tattoos. Uh, this, this is some is... big stuff here. I mean, yeah, that's understandable. We can talk about the and tears of will make a little the same little like oh. head into I, a I snake think, and like wiggle now, her arm. <laughs> I think for now, it, the, this this is good. It's a lot we just dumped on him. We did, but. Uh, <laughs> I have a way of seeing if this is all true. But if it's not, well... You take the cloak back and whatever helps. Oh, no, uh, that won't be a problem. (laughs) Uh, No, if what you're telling me is true, and I I do this, this test, then no harm, no foul. But if it's not true and I do this test, then... No more Duskwalker import and export TM. Not around here, anyway. What do you... Mm. What do you mean? Well... <laughs> uh, that, uh... It's a long story, but, um... This is not the first... material plane I've been to. That's pretty obvious, right? I mean, yeah. 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 You say a lot of weird stuff that doesn't make sense. It's true, I do. Not to you, anyway. To someone like me, maybe one or two others, crystal clear. That's not the point. The point is, sometimes, 
in the course of doing business, I might uh, make some individuals on certain planes upset. Uh, they will have ill will towards me and my brand. <laughs> Who could say why? Like our dragon friend. That was during a different part of my life, really. I was in a completely different phase. Okay. Acquisitions. What the acquisitions phase, yeah. But uh, every so often, when things are getting really bad, if I absolutely have to get out of somewhere, I have a method of doing that. But it's a one-way trip. And oh. if I'm gone, so... I'm gone. Oh. So if... So if what we just said is inaccurate, the place that you go is where you stay. Pretty much. Like I said, if what you said is true, honestly, I don't know what's going to happen. But I'll probably stay here. We think it's we've, true. We've, we've heard it from some fairly reliable sources. I don't want to leave. I am very curious about whether or not this is true, though. Alexander is of two minds. We have been here for uh, a while now. Sometimes it is nice to just have a clean start somewhere else. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe if you all absolutely need to know whether or not this is true, I might be uh, <laughs> persuaded to test it out. <laughs> If not, take the cloak. Maybe a tattoo or two. I will take the extra staff and the hat. You can add that to store credit. If you need to buy anything else, get something identified, I can work that out. But, uh, yeah. So, just know, it's an option, I guess. Okay. This is some heavy stuff. Yeah. I could definitely ask around. This information could be very valuable to certain people. Especially if what you say about the Archfey is true. If they didn't know any of this stuff, woof. I'd yeah. be very curious to see what that vampire mayor of yours knows about it. <laughs> Yeah. A little bit of a problem. Maybe he might know something. Who knows? He's got his own baggage, and it's becoming more evident every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't keep any of that uh, money he gave you, right? No. We gave it to charity. Oh. We did give it to charity. I don't know who that is, but I'm sure they enjoyed it. Uh, like orphans. Like, yeah. Oh. We, we donated it. Yeah. 
orphans. Sure. Okay. Is it like cursed or something? Also a boy that crawls scared. Yeah. I don't know about cursed. I just, I don't know. I I wouldn't want that vampire money in my pocket. That was kind of our thinking, too. Sends the wrong sort of signal. I want to do that. I want that would have been nice, but I'm glad we did what we did with it. But, uh, yeah, so, what else can I help you with? Enough of this doom and gloom. If anything else you wish to say to me? I leap into the Iron Maiden. I want a coiling grass <laughs> tattoo! <laughs> Just shove your body into it. Okay. I'm gonna unattune from the Wand of Wonder. Finally. Disappointed. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you want to leap into the automatic tattoo machine? Yes. All right. Uh, absolutely. You uh, use the uh, <laughs> machine. Leaping into it is terrifying because as soon as the doors <laughs> close, it is pitch black. Except for the like the dull, slight glow of silvery needles that are around you. Um, before you enter, Omatep tells you to uh, <laughs> take off whatever garments you don't want destroyed. It's not tattooing like my whole body, right? Like it's just gonna probably like how much? Okay, how much of the how much of me does the tattoo have to cover? The coiling grasp needs to cover at least half of a limb or the entirety of your scalp uh, or like a quarter of your torso. Okay. I want it on my forearm, my left forearm. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Bracelet one, right forearm. Yeah. Okay. Because Jerish is left-handed, so it's like my right. off arm. So Omatep shows you the way to stand. To uh, you have to stand like in perfect dummy position. Um, and yeah, do not have any clothing on the area that is going to be tattooed. So that's fine. And as you stand inside this completely dark, and the rest of you watch as Cherish is being closed into this <laughs> coffin-like <laughs> device. What was the does it, percentage like, is it, chance of death for this procedure? Thirty percent less. It went down thirty percent. It wasn't ninety eight percent to start. And sixty eight. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, just curious. And you bring up your sleeve and stand still, and you see the the dull gleam of these needles begin to shift around you inside the darkness of this coffin, like horribly sharp constellations wheeling in a planetarium. And they begin to focus towards your uh, right arm. Right forearm. As Omatep is over at the controls, he will move off to one side and you see him rummaging through a, a bin and he comes up with a, a pouch 
of uh, what looks like gem dust, and he begins dumping it into the hopper at the top of the controls, and then he'll run over to what uh, looks like a, a little prepared basket that he'd put aside just for this particular instance. He'll bring out like what looks like a, a tiny piece of toadstool, throw that in the hopper. He brings out and he uh, has this vial of ink that he'll unstopper and dump into the uh, the hopper, and then he will rush over to a what looks like a... a, a decently large aquarium that is like full of dark inky water he'll reach in grab something that's squirming it looks to be some kind of cephalopod he'll throw that into the hopper no then he'll twist some knobs and pull a lever and (laughs) cherish you see the needles reorienting down towards your arm and then just come at you and they begin like the worst way to get a tattoo yeah They begin glowing with a terrible, unsettling light that is black, dimmed with white light. And it is rather painful. Please give Uh, me a constitution saving throw. Because while normally this would be an hours-long process with some kind of traditional tattooist... I forgot! Oh, yeah, boy, 21. <laughs> okay. Stone cold, you stand there. Just take it. Just Oof. the goofy grin on my face the whole time. It's a little bit pained, but just like, uh, it's rules. <laughs> after about a minute, it the stabbing pain ends, and then something icy and painfully cold is sprayed on your arm, and then something very, very hot is sprayed on your arm, and you feel the cold thing solidify and then chip and then fall away. And then when the front of the cask opens, the light reveals Cherish staying there uh, with a dopey-ass grin on her face with a tattooed forearm. What does the tattoo look like? Okay, so um, I lost the the thing... Let's see. Doesn't matter. What do you want it to look like? Um, so I'm like imagining that they are like, so her skin is purple, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the ink is like a really deep, deep purple. Um, and it's like deep purple. I can hear the, the slow like beginning. I was, was going to say highway star. I can hear the like the slow rise of vocals <laughs> happening in the background. <sighs> um, <laughs> um, so they're like like tentacles, basically making an S shape in like a pattern around the forearm. Nice. Not like not like solidly filled in, but like. I don't know. Like uh It will be on the Twitter in in a couple days. <laughs> yeah. Or probably by today. Podcast <laughs> okay. time travel. Yeah. yeah. Podcast time oh travel. yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Okay. And even as you wall watch, <laughs> the tentacles like gently ripple slightly with the movement of oh. Cherish's arm. Kind of like seaweed floating gently in a tide. It's not completely obvious unless you're staring at it, but it is obvious enough to be unsettling. 
and Omatep will stare at you as you exit the chamber and go, Hey, you're not dead, and it worked! I think. Oh. Fantastic. Wait for Jet's mom to see that I have a tattoo. No. <laughs> Anybody else? Take that as a no. All one, but I mean, now's the time. I mean, oh, what's up? How much is a ring of protection? The ring, ring of a uh, oh, hard gear shift here, Grawl. A uh, ring of protection. Right, right. <laughs> right. I feel like, well, in our <clears throat> uh, in our in our moment of of uh, like in the break, I was like, Mike, oh, what about a ring of protection? We were very much caught up on uh, <laughs> other way more insane uh, items <laughs> than a ring of protection. A ring of protection, uh, probably run you. Uh, one thousand gold. It's not bad. That's not bad at all. Well, it is just a, a simple ring of protection. Nothing too fancy. Sure. All, I mean, I have a, I have a, I have 2,000. Which I've been uh, to ask, uh, what did that, that ring you bought last time, what did that end up doing? The, the ring? Yeah. I, I uh, kind of desperation sold you a ring for like 10 gold and I didn't know what it did so I could sell it to you for that cheap but uh, I am very curious what it ended up doing the ring of mind shielding no the oh, ring that you've forgotten yeah I don't I don't remember I don't remember what ring what uh, it's when when the shop was going crazy and he just like grabbed one of the pile of oh, rings yeah yeah, yeah I, I I don't know I have no idea. Oh, all right. I don't well, think I did anything with it. <laughs> I, yeah, let's see. Uh, did he? Did he not have it identified? Can we get it identified really quick if we still have it? Yeah, I would assume you still have it. Uh, let me rifle through my pockets really quick. Uh, <laughs> it's just yeah, it's oh, shit. somewhere. Eventually, you right find there. it just like covered in pocket lint and maybe a little <laughs> bit of like extra planar detritus that slipped in there. It's like when you Got when you sometimes leave stuck to it. <laughs> Leave rings That's in like Ranger. pockets. There's just like a string gets wrapped around it, like from yeah. your pocket somehow. You're like, what the fuck? Got a so string right. in here. You don't, you don't know yeah. whose hair is wrapped around it. Yeah. yeah, my hair's not this long, and it's not red. How? What? <laughs> um, before I buy that other ring, let's just figure out what this is really quick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you don't even. <laughs> you don't even know. No. No, I'm not putting strange rings on, on my person. Oh, you want to get it identified, though? Sure. Okay. Since you yes. gave me all this information before, this one's on the house. Thank you. Okay. What is this ring that I that he panicked sold me? <laughs> and he will... He sets on the his tray of identifying. It will print out that little like strip of paper, and he will look at it for a second. Huh. I didn't, um... Hmm. I will give you 20 gold for this ring, Grawl. No, I mean, we're, we're doing the identify right now. We're, yes, we're yes, and he, like, folds up the paper that uh, says what it does, and he will kind of hold it between two fingers and go, 
you this ring you would find it useless. It does nothing I mean, that could help you. Really? Then why do you want it? So it, it's not out in the world anymore. Honestly, I did not even think I did not know this was a here. Probably hmm. Can I know what I've been carrying around this whole time? It's it is a ring that lets you see a door that is usually invisible. It is not something that is super useful to you. What door? Where does this door go? It goes to an It goes to an inn. What oh. in? It's a weird out there in. It's you don't. It's well, Grawl loves inns, right? Yeah. But this one. So you know how this shop isn't really anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it kind of yeah. works like that, and uh-huh. there's no reason for you ever to go there. It's full of monsters and weirdos. <laughs> Looks at our party of monsters and weirdos. But I don't have a bug arm right now, but three fingers. Hmm. I stroke my chin. Interesting. Yeah, why do you? Right. I just want to make why sure no it... one that uh, no no one ends up there on accident. Is it dangerous? Yes, absolutely. Now, when you say it's dangerous, are you wanting it back, and so you're saying it's dangerous, or is it actually dangerous? I would not set foot in there. I mean, if it's a bad place, then... Who's there? Who's at the inn? Like I said, a bunch of monsters and weirdos. Right, and those monsters... Like hags and mind flayers and bear owls... Not not just bear owls. The, the owl bear. <laughs> the one, the only. Sorry, Reed. This, uh, yeah. And also audio listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You two. It's, it's half bear, half owl. What do you need to understand? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Your lives are complicated enough as it is. I mean, it was collecting dust in my pocket. I don't. Cheers, bro. I'll drink to that. Yeah, yeah. Right? See, you're not even using it, unless you've already used it. You have to use it, right? Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. (laughs) This was a test. Omotepi passed. Good job. Did she say anything about me? Uh, she no. yeah, <laughs> Cherish and Tirza immediately like just he- simultaneous head whip. <laughs> do I? I mean, do you think she said anything about you? you haven't used it. Ha <laughs> That was a test, and you failed. <laughs> <laughs> but this is not convincing us to give it back. I mean, right. it's Grawls, obviously, but like this is deeply fascinating. You understand that? <laughs> sure. Cool. If you want to keep it, fine. Keep it. That's fine. Just I'll keep it safe for you. Thank you. That's all I ask. Right. I'm just I'm removing the temptation from you. So I'm doing you a favor. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Mm-hmm. Excellent. 
Yes. Friends, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Bridget, Bridget, Tears up. Exes. <laughs> she was so Maybe laugh. not exes. Maybe not exes. Uh, anyway, yes. Uh, bring him protection. I can get that for you. But easy, easy, easy. Great. Cool. It requires uh, attunement. You need to know. That's fine. Because uh, I believe I just have... Um, I don't have the watch anymore, so I got true. rid of that. So now I have a free spot. True. So I will spend 1,000 of my store credit of my 2,000 that I have. Okay. Uh, we'll change that to mm-hmm. 1,000. Well, that's very good. Uh, ring for Grawl, tattoo for Cherish, cloak for Sid. Uh, anything else I can help you all with? Tears us or anything you want? I I don't know that there's anything I need in particular. I mean, I'd take one of those, that fancy ghost tattoo, but I don't think that's on the table. (laughs) Maybe, depending. Check back in in a week. We'll see what I right. could do with this information. It might end up being more valuable than I think. I might owe you on this one. Not gonna That's lie. Fair. That's fair. You know. We'll check back in work. in a week. Hopefully we're alive. <laughs> sure, yeah. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just all of our faces are grim. <laughs> uh, Judah would approach and ask if he had... Anything like some kind of magical version of, and he'll pull out like one of his uh, first aid kits that he carries with him around his belts. Elmatip will kind of stroke his chin and go, I think I might be able to help you with something like that. And he'll come back and he brings a large beaded necklace. And he says, okay, hear me out. I know this looks like a necklace and you showed me a first aid kit, but see these beads? You crush these beads. And when you crush the beads, it creates a a strong healing vapor that you can expel towards someone nearby. Uh, You have to know exactly where to apply it to, so it's kind of like using your medicine kit, but uh, it's kind of like, I like to call it a necklace of instant salve. And Judah will kind of nod and go, it could be very useful. Uh, And I, my friends brought information. I don't know if I'm included in there. Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Tirza. You're one of the Threatless. Well, you're the ones who went hopping through realities and figuring oh. out all this stuff. That was... I just died. That's not nothing. <laughs> I mean, you kind of hopped through realities like I, a little I, bit. In, in, a, in, a, in your own way, way. yeah. 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 So. And no one just like, yeah, sure, why not throw this one on the pile? And to Lila, who's just been Staring at Alexander for a while now. No. You can't have the monkey. <laughs> we'll glance towards 
Tirza kind of longingly, like the the kid in the the grocery store aisle looking at the toys near the check stand. Oh yeah, of, of course. Talila, that applies to you too. And her eyes get wide, and she gets this big smile. And she looks back towards Alexander. I don't think he's for sale. And Omatep will kind of lean down towards the line and go, No, I am sorry, my friend. Uh, Alexander is definitely not for sale. Uh, is there something else I might be able to help you with? And she will kind of like get a pensive face and glance around and say, Do you have any bones? <laughs> I, I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> This is exactly what I was expecting. And this is the perfect person to ask that question. And Omatep will say, I have so many bones. <laughs> and he will pull out a box from behind the counter and place it down and open it up. And Talila can't really see, so Judah will lean down, scoop her up, and kind of pick her up to on one big hand to hold her so she's at eye level on the counter. And you see that there is a selection of finger bones and teeth in this case that Omatepa has opened. And he'll say, those of you of a religious persuasion might want to close your ears. Oh, oh man, hit it. Wait, what? Here's a leans closer. Wait, wait, why? Well, these bones, uh, let us just say... Certain folk of the cloth have uh, kindly donated to their religious orders over the years with the use of their... uh, I did not take these bones from these people. They were uh, donated to religious orders that fell on hard times and needed to part with these sacred relics in order to, you know, keep uh, keep their coffers full. No. So it's fine that I have the bones yeah. of saints. I mean, are there any Jarashir saints? No, no because all I of barely them even alive. know what that is. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> you can be heretical about other people's religions. See, I don't know. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> now that's some rank hypocrisy I can get behind. <laughs> You hear that, folks, at home? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all have problems. Well, they're not true saints. <laughs> right. Because oh they believe saints. in false <laughs> deities, of course, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, our saints aren't even false saints because of the whole they're not actually actually gods things, the celestials, instead of and Omatep will kind of look around conspiratorially and then open up a hidden compartment in the, the velvet of the, the case, and it'll look like just a, a stubby little bone. And he'll say, and this, this is the thumb of St. Cuthbert. <laughs> that is not true. That can't be true. Oh, I hope it is. It is said that this is the very thumb that jabbed Asmodeus in the eye as Saint Cuthbert died and shed his mortal body. Can I? Can I That's do a divine funny. sense? That's pretty funny. <laughs> On this box. Sure. 
Is it? Find familiar. <laughs> is this true? Does this look the familiar? box is clearly lined with lead, but okay. uh, the bones within the box are just like, if your divine sense is a Geiger counter, it's going crazy right now. Oh, so super consecrated. Yeah. Awesome. Oh. Cool. Well, this is like morally repugnant, but I'm not like... <laughs> shocked by anything I see in here anymore. <laughs> and Omotep will spread his hands wide and say, anything interest you, my little friend? And Talila will just look at the case and look back at you, Tears, and look at the case and she'll say, can I have all of them? And Omotep will kind of blanch and get a smile and go, maybe Maybe just one, and probably not the thumb. Unless you're willing to uh, spend a little bit, I think. I mean, you didn't tell us how much that information got. Again, I'm not entirely sure how much it is worth. I'm just kind of ballparking it right now. And so far, that seems to be working out. He'll say, glancing up and around himself. Right. Lila, I will come back for the thumb. Oh, okay. In that case, I want a tooth. And Omotep will say, ah, tooth, a tooth, excellent, okay. This here, and he'll, like, this is the bicuspid of a saint. It was once used to uh, bite through a holy wafer that was consecrated and managed to feed a church full of people for seven days. And apparently, if you break it, uh, it will conjure a feast worthy of heroes. Oh. Nice. Very cool. I mean, it's going to be incorporated into George, so I don't know how... I don't know what that's going to do to it, but... We don't know. And uh, Talila will pick up the tooth and hold it between her little fingers, and... Just look at it like she's a kid on Christmas opening an N64. And she will say, thank you. I will treasure this. And I will be back for the thumb. Okay, that's great. (laughs) Oh boy, you bring in the most interesting people. thought of something that I that I might like um I, I, I can't remember if you said you didn't have it anymore but um that that javelin that Sid used against the Abishai I'm pretty sure it was Sid it was uh, the lightning <laughs> one oh uh yeah the one Sid used at one time that was a it was a, an experimental advanced model of a javelin of lightning um yeah, I might have one kicking around somewhere. You interested? A bit more of a basic version. Lightning damage on lightning damage. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Uh, yeah, one javelin of lightning. Easy enough. And he'll reach back behind the counter and you can see that there's just like a barrel of cudgels and sticks with pointy ends and swords. And like, it's just like... The magical weapon equivalent of the swill bucket behind a bar. And he rummages around a little bit and comes out with a 
maybe two and a half foot long javelin with kind of a jagged end to it. And he'll spin it around on his hand and go, hmm, yeah, there we go. Javelin of lightning. Easy enough. I will put it into the uh, quiver. Getting good use out of that quiver then. Excellent, excellent, oh. excellent. I have so much stuff in here. <laughs> that's that's how that works. <laughs> A javelin of lightning. There you go. Hmm. Don't even need to attune to it. Okay. Just point and click. <laughs> point and zap. I storm strike someone with it. It <laughs> just works. <laughs> okay. Sid has a cloak. Cherish has a tattoo. Grawl has a ring. Talila and <laughs> Judah have gotten stuff. And Tirza now has a lightning javelin. Omatep will look around and nodding happily. Kind of glancing around at the store. Nothing happens and he'll n- smile bigger and nod. Excellent, excellent. Thank you all so much for coming. This was a... I'm not quite... Uh, Again, check back in a week. I'm not quite sure what this information will do. But there might be some very interested parties in all of this stuff. I mean, we've got more stuff, too. But we don't need to overload you right now. We've got a, quite a workload, so... Okay, you know. well, save some for next time, maybe. Blow my mind again next time you're here. You got it. Hmm. Well, if there is uh, nothing else... I wish you the best of luck in whatever it is you uh, are going about these days. Seems as though you've closed all those uh, weird hole thingies, so good job there. And uh, Alexander, we'll see you out. And if you see one of that, uh, what, what, what was her name, Pitch? Uh, tell her oops. Okay. We don't see her when we exit the store. That would be <laughs> optimal. And you are led out of Duskwalker Important Export TM. I think I let everybody sort of go a little bit. Uh, and I stay behind. I say, I'm. As I said before, it was a rough week. I'm sorry. This just frustration. But, um, yeah. Sid, my friend, I know a thing or two about frustration. Believe me. Yeah. But, uh, something that folks like yourself tend to forget is that you're still very, very young. <laughs> so, uh, try not to grow up too fast. You got it. Now, get on before you get lost. Don't want yeah. you ending up like one of my former employees. Right, yeah. See you next time. And, and I catch up. Yeah. Alexander leads you outside, and you find yourselves exiting behind a butcher shop into the cold night air of Fort Verge. 
Which is strange, because it was not night when you entered yeah. the store. Fuck. What is it? Fuck. I checked my pocket watch. Yeah. It is... 1230. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's a little past 10. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> 1215. A little past 10 the next day. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's been 84 years. (laughs) (laughs) The time dilation in Duskwalker has never pushed you past a full day. That's good. It's good that we just don't step out and there's a statue of fucking... uh, Kiss Carter. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he took over the whole valley. We were classic, in there too long. Classic 90s cartoon <laughs> episode of exactly. we somehow went too far in the future and everything sucks. <laughs> Neither that nor the strange elf like creature pitch is anywhere to be seen. So, Oof, well, must have worked, probably. And yeah. Alexander shrugs be- and nods. <laughs> she could just be somewhere else in the city. It could have been ours. Who that's, knows? That's also very true. Yeah. Could have like, just dissolved. We could have just killed her. No. That's a... um, okay. Do we have anything else that we wanted to do before we went to Stormhaven? I can't remember. You have... A little under two hours to try to accomplish something in Fort Verge before the appointed hour. I will say Fort Verge, unlike Stormhaven, is not a hopping metropolis where the nightlife is <laughs> allowing you to do much. Um, how, how Is there any way to find out if the Edge Masons are still here? Last you saw, the Edge Masons had all left for the front, except for the trainees that had stayed behind. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you could go look to where you saw them camping out before. You know that they were bivouacking just outside the city. That's true. Can I go do that? Sure. Have Like, you know, hey, we'll all meet up back at the... Well, where are we going to meet up? <laughs> Mm. Good question. Should we not just stick together? Yeah, I mean, that makes the most sense. Do you have something you need to do? I mean... uh, It's gonna go see if the Edge Mason trainees were still here. Oh. Um... Well, Which, we, like, we could always just like go. Well, could, no, we, we, could we all go, go together. Like, with, yeah, and then and we then could you just... guys don't have to be in the same fucking room. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Don't we though? Don't we? We don't. We gave you your privacy, Grawl. Yeah. Did you? Yes. It very <laughs> deliberately. How did you not see through it? Judo <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> will kind of like give you a, a look, cherish, but then nod and say, we'll at least see you two out of the the perimeter of wherever they're camping. And then we'll just be close by if you, you know. Yes. 
when you're done. Whenever you're finished. It's not. Oh my god, you guys. We'll keep a respectful distance. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to like ease six feet. Like, just need to talk to. Him. Yeah, six feet. <laughs> <laughs> Too real. Oh boy. As you're moving I would like out, do. you see that the city is pretty quiet. Fort Verge really shuts down after dark. And especially now that the the war front is less of a war front, people are actually getting some rest. The distant thunder of infernal war machines and artillery is no longer pounding at the night air. There's a peaceful quiet that has settled over Fort Verge, punctuated occasionally by someone shouting or running or doing something in the distance. It's, this place hasn't completely shut down, but there are distinctly less people up and about after this late in the night. Moving out into the outside of the city, the place where the infernal rear guard had been previously has now been totally evacuated by fiendish sorts. And so now the refugee camp has kind of sprawled out in that direction. Circling around the walls of Fort Verge, you head towards the, the bivouac area where you knew the edge masons had been kitted up before. Occasionally you'll get stairs and uh, people glancing your way. Once or twice, somebody will whisper the word threadless. You are not unknown quantities by any way, or shape, or form. You're not quite as obvious now that Tirza has, like, becloaked the <laughs> shining armor and is not riding around on a glowing reindeer, so that certainly helps. I think I've actually take. I mean, I went and bought clothes, and I think I'm just wearing like street clothes. Okay. Civvies. All right. So yeah, then you stand out even less, but uh, there's still a purple. But sure, just purple. And a, an albino yeah, hobgoblin and a minotaur and a gnome, like fucking elven prince sit every night over that's here true. Yeah. we look like a D&D party okay yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's just the long and short of it yeah, yeah. that's fine but yeah in the near distance you'll see a low somewhat ramshackle campsite where there are a number of not quite uh, not quite edge masons hanging out around campfires. Oh, good. There's like people on watch, or just hanging out. Maybe not watch, but yeah, yeah. More just more just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the edge masons have a kind of a, a laissez-faire attitude to uh, watch rotation. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> they're like, whatever. We got these big ass fucking swords. And yeah, that's kind of where they're at. Yeah. Like. Shit. <laughs> We're fine. Fuck it. And that worked out great eight until, hours. Uh, yeah. until the kobolds <laughs> buried up from underneath them. Mm -hmm. Listen, Take if they up. hadn't done that, they would have been fine. <laughs> um, 
Uh, yeah, I would like to go up and, uh, you know, hail and well met um, and all that jazz. And Jet's friends. No, I wouldn't do that. That would be mean. <laughs> Judah will kind of keep the rest of the party a little bit back away from Cherish as she approaches the, the bivouacs. Um, and as you approach, you see there is a, uh, a man who stands up. He's got a, a big ass glaive and flaming sideburns and a massive mane of hair Hell as yeah. Balthazar Brightheart. Fart. Yeah, Brightheart. We'll stand and say, Halen well met. Cherish, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, sorry. Hi, Captain Brightheart. I just didn't expect to see you up here. Well. I guess someone has to watch all the kids, right? Um, what's left of them? Yes. <laughs> um, is a uh, trainee jet around? I just want to talk to him. Oh, um, I think, and he'll, like, glance over and, uh, he looks over and there's a... a a gnome who you've actually seen before. Um, the one who got uh, yeeted. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And who's got like a yeah. greatsword that's just like way too big for this gnome. And she's and got pink hair, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And she'll say, I think he went to the inn with those other two. Oh, which inn? Is there only one? There is only the one. Okay. I'm surprised they found rooms, though. But, I don't know. Um, I take it things have gone well south. We've gotten word. Yeah, um, the demons aren't all gone, but the ones... They're not coming out of a rift anymore. Right. Um, We were actually preparing to leave. I'm shocked you managed to get here so quickly. I do magic. Ah. Magic <laughs> stuff, I see. Magic stuff. It's just like we're you well, draw circle. Yes, we were here. planning on leaving on the morrow. Hunting demons is uh, good training for the trainees if they're not actively spewing out of a portal. Yeah. You know, when there's a finite number of them. Exactly. Yeah. But uh yes, there is but the one in in town. Perhaps you could find the trainee there. Okay. Uh, what's it called, just so I know what to look out for? Um, it is called the Brick and Crossroad. Okay. And in the distance, he will kind of like look past you, Cherish, and see your companions and kind of wave. And Judah, Here's a will, wave. <laughs> Judah will say, mm, yes, the tracks. What does? What? He's kind of leaning into to tears as Cherish is in the distance talking to oh. uh, Balthazar. Oh, no, no, no. That's not even. No. No. No, no, that's... no. No. Oh. No, that's the captain. No. Jet oh. is. Um, bigger, smaller. 
Mm. Bigger? Bigger. Bigger, yeah. Yeah, bigger. I would say yeah. Balthazar so, Brightheart is more uh, impressive, just in, like, force of character. He's, like, kind of got a Ganondorf kind of thing going on with, like, a big flaming yeah. head of air. Okay, oh, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> For my Captain personal Fireborn. preference. Captain Fireborn has a Ganondorf thing going on. <laughs> We all knew this. And not the short-haired Ganondorf. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Hair Ganondorf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, okay, no, but I'm fire. <laughs> that Jet new who? Ganondorf. I don't... I don't even know, Jet. <laughs> it's that new rehydrated Ganondorf. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've sent that photo to this team many times. <laughs> Whether they like me to or not. <laughs> It's true. We, we uh, ask you to stop. But. It's always a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. Yeah, that's not even. Uh, no, Jet is more. Um, I don't know. Whole, uh, wholesome. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh,. But Judah will say, all, all right, then. I guess I look forward to meeting him. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll introduce you, maybe. We'll see what Cherish thinks. So I was actually like, kind of looking around the camp to see if she can't find him first and point him out to, to Judah. But eventually Cherish comes back, having been informed that Jed ain't here. Uh, he and some of his comrades went to the inn in Fort Birch, so. Onward. Alright. If can we, we can come with you, I assume, and kind of hang out? Yeah, like, I mean, it's like a personal conversation that I want to have, so like. No, again, like, not I'm trying not to like be in outside. your business, but yeah, it's, I figure we, yeah. Sticking together is probably good. Yes. Overall, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Heading to the Brick and Crossroad, you find that it is a multi-story building uh, that is kind of buttressed up against the interior keep wall of Fort Verge. Fort Verge is like a, a fortified traditional medieval city with an outer wall city inside and then a keep in the center. And this large three-story inn is kind of buttressed up against the keep wall. It is really packed in this place. Uh, The stable outside is full of people who are using the stable as sleeping space. The streets of Fort Verge are still full of refugees. There are people moving northward to Stormhaven, but that's not really a good option these days. So people just especially the refugees from Amberfell, really don't have anywhere to go. And the interior of the inn is just as full. There are people sitting at tables, people sitting at bars. There is a low stage off to one side where musicians are playing. Uh, The mood here isn't raucous, so the music isn't, like, upbeat. It is kind of bluesy and folk songy. And people are mostly just commiserating here. The performers don't look to be Bard's Guild, correct? Uh, Give me a perception check. Sure. 
Uh, let me double check what my perception is. Uh, that would be a dirty 20. Glancing at them across the crowd, it's tough to tell from a distance, but some of the badges they're wearing definitely look like they're officially licensed Bard Guild members. Mm, I point that out to the group. Do you think they might be... I don't know. I mean, just yeah. Keep an eye on them. Okay. Coming in and glancing around, you are struck by just how densely populated Fort Verge is these days. But eventually, cherish your jet senses tingling. Uh, glancing across the crowd, it's like a Where's Waldo, where it's like you know he's there somewhere. The fucking Spider-Verse <laughs> tingles. <laughs> but as you look through the crowd, your eyes scan across the crowd and then do a double take as you glance back as you see an orc that you're not expecting to see. Oh no. <gasps> oh no. And then you see the half-orc you're expecting to see. And then you also see a human woman you weren't expecting to see. Oh, it's party time, dog. As you see... Mom, party! Jet sitting at a table across the inn, across from Netta and Kalkin. I was just gonna send a message to my mom. (laughs) I don't have to. Yeah, I'm gonna make my way over to the table. By the time you've reached this inn, by the way, and like gone out to the bivouac, come all the way back into town and get to the inn, uh, it is around 11 in the evening. Okay. Uh, so you make your way Jim. over to the table? D- uh, is, is, this ob- <laughs> is this obvious? Does anyone else see this? Because like... No offense, Elliot slash Cherish, but if I see Nata over there, oh, I'm that's not going to be fair. like... Yeah. I mean, as soon as you see Cherish making her way through the crowd towards a destination, it's going to be pretty obvious pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll point that out to everybody. I'm... Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> and Talila will go, oh, I know her. And Judah will say, I don't know any of these people. That's, uh, That's not true. Mom. I know Netta and Kalkin. We met during the trials. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you make your way over, and there is a startling moment as <laughs> mid conversation, Jet suddenly stops and, like, he stops, like, mid-drink, places his glass down, and then, like, does a double-take towards Cherish moving across. And it's, like, clearly he caught, like, horns or purple skin out of the corner of his eye and, like, suddenly had to readjust his perceptions on things. And he's got this uh, big-ass hammer that's kind of leaning up against the wall beyond the table. 
And this is a small table, maybe for only like four or five people total. So when this mm-hmm. big group kind of shuffles over towards a smaller round table, and you're definitely kind of having to like sidle past people. This place is packed. Yeah. The like air that Cherish is giving off as she's like walking over to this table. Like, what's your mood? I'm going over to hug my mom. Okay. I haven't seen her Because I was going to say, if it's anything dramatic, it's ruined by Tirza being like, hey guys, behind you. Just like, that's my, that's, that's not my mom, but that's Cherish's mom. Hand down. down. Thank you. And also Ninta. I haven't seen my mom in like a fucking month and a half. And Netta and Kalkin will look up and as tears of shouts from across the, the common room. And you're definitely drawing looks from people in the bar as well. And as you make your way towards them, uh, Kalkin will stand up and kind of rush to meet you, Cherish. And Netta will stand up and move over to you, Tirza. And Jet will awkwardly kind of like scooch his chair out, but then see there's not really room to stand up because this crowd of people is getting around the table. And then he'll kind of just awkwardly put his hands in his lap and sit and stare. Oh, beautiful boy. What did I say, Judah? More wholesome. (laughs) And yeah, Kalkin will... Get you, grab you in a, a big bear hug, Cherish. Um, and like saying, Oh my gods, oh my gods, what do you, what, what, what's happening? How'd you, how did you get here? Um, Netta will like stride over to you, Tirza, and just like with a, a look of pride, she will just like slap a hand on your shoulder. And this is like the closest thing to a hug she's ever given you outside of the few times she's given you an actual hug. Due to emotional mm-hmm. distress. No, this is like, this is a joyous, this is basically a tear field filled greeting mm-hmm. for us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And she will look you up and down and nod. And there's a, a look of stern approval on her face. But something you notice immediately is sort of in matching with your own appearance. Netta, for the first she's time not. that you can remember, uh, well, she's out in public, she is not wearing armor. She is wearing sort of the the sandy brown robes of uh, a Jarashir initiate. She still has that wicked animantine mace nearby. But Yeah, but not in full Thunderguard. Yeah. Right. Gilly. And the pack that you can see leaning up against the wall does not appear to be bulging with, like, misplaced armor. Makes sense that she wouldn't be able to, or wouldn't be wearing, yeah. Makes sense. Um, Yeah, I'll greet her, and I'll greet Kalkin, and I'll, like, wave to Jet from around Nita. Jet will be like, oh, hey. Just, just, like, Sorry, this is so awkward. <laughs> For you. Kalkin will... Like, hold you at arm's length, Cherish, and go, This is amazing! This is... How'd you... How'd you get here? Um, we were coming to well, find we you! Were... 
Well, yeah. Uh, well, we're uh, we got up here with magic. Um, that's what I was trying to say. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, we're uh, going to Stormhaven next in uh, like an hour. <laughs> what? What? Magic with magic. Yeah, with magic. Okay. Uh, wow, wow. Um, I got a tattoo. Ah. <laughs> like, like literally, like literally thirty minutes like, ago. Like literally thirty minutes ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, it hits people. Huh? It's a magic tattoo. Okay. Uh, you're clearly very proud. Um, it hurt a lot, <laughs> and I didn't pass out. I am extremely proud. Netta has this look of horror on her face, just staring <laughs> at Cherish. And then she'll kind of give you a sideways look, Tirza. Yeah, you should see Tirza's tattoo. <laughs> oh my god, Sid. I don't have a tattoo, I promise. Um, yeah, yeah. And Netta deflates ever so slightly. <laughs> she also learned really- to lie really well. <laughs> We've been teaching her so many sins. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't say that. You have come far, Cloakbearer. That's. You don't mean to. I mean, come on. Please don't. Please don't do that. With me. You have come far, Tirza. Thanks. Um. Yeah, it's. Um. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> uh. I was just with the main contingent of the Jarashir and nobody had seen you or um, no one was sure where you were so I was a little worried. They had traveled to Blue Gulch. Oh, yeah. Calcum was like, yeah! (laughs) I was surprised. This is wild. I I um we had communicated with the mayor the other day through some very long-winded circumstances that will fill you in on later. Um, and he said that you and oh, Nita had left. Um, so I was going to send you a message. But I don't need to. Yeah, wow. Um, whew, uh, please sit. And she'll gesture towards the table. It doesn't have enough chairs. And... Uh, Jet will kind of stand and say, oh, I've got a, you could, Cherish, you can, you can use, uh, you can use my chair. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, absolutely. I've been sitting long enough. Doesn't hurt to stretch the old legs. Okay. And he'll hold out the chair for you. I will sit in it. And he will gently push it in for you. Oh, boy. I will just- Jeff, <laughs> do you want to get the rest of us chairs? Because... <laughs> Our legs are pretty tired, too. And Judah will say, I'm okay with standing. 
Yeah. Uh, Tirza is like yeah. trying to catch Judah's eye and is just like, yeah, right? Right? Like, <laughs> it's good to stretch the legs every now and then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll stand too. That's fine. Now, obviously, we are a group that attracts so much attention, but are we catching the eyes of the performers um, more than the usual sort of bystander? They're certainly looking at this group of people that's clustered around a table. Yeah. Like half standing and a lot of us are big and yeah. Imagine being in a in a bar and seeing like a big group of people just wander over to a table that doesn't have enough chairs for them and kind of standing around it and having an animated discussion. Like you're gonna notice. Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not they're looking at you with murderous intent. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. Just checking. But uh, Kalkin and Neto will come back. There are still a couple of chairs left for those who want to sit. Hmm. Grawl? No, I'm good. I'm good now. I'm good now. If everyone else is going to stand, then I I don't want to sit. It was only if he was going to inconvenience someone that he wanted to sit. Yeah. yeah Kyle will take no a chair then. Anymore. Yeah, that's fine. It's a lot harder when George isn't carrying me. And she's still holding the tooth that she got from Duskwalker. And Netta will kind of give her a look and go, uh, Yes, it is good that... You have found Talila, Tirza, that she is not um, by herself anymore. Ah, uh, no, no. Um, right, we, we were, well, we were all together, briefly, the, the Threadless. Um. And Kalkin will say, you saw Valor and Camion? Yeah. We we did all the stuff down south together. Oh, you're going to have to uh, uh we we heard some some there's some kind of big battle and something about demons and the, so they're gone now. Yep. We only well, just I mean, arrived today. Yeah. Um not gone, but um and Neta, there's there's a lot has happened. Um, we should probably just like oh oh my god there's like so much stuff Uh, we should probably just like debrief it might take the full hour that we have and I need 10 minutes to set up the uh, transportation circle we also need to go somewhere to do the ritual yeah that too Uh and Jet will say, "Yeah, I was I was just telling uh, Nanta Calkin Hare about how the well, I'd, I'd gotten word because Captain Brightheart been telling us earlier that uh, the demons got booted out with the help of the Jarshir, and well, there were there were some devils helping out as well. I couldn't quite gloss over that part, but 
As long as they were helping out, I guess. It wasn't too too bad, I suppose. Um, yeah, it was like pulling teeth, though. Hmm. And Talal will go, ah, as she holds her tooth. <laughs> <laughs> we got walking prop comedy in this whole group. You just, you just, it eventually, it'll come up. Ah, yes. Talila, our comic relief character. What? <laughs> oh, now he's mad about now it. Now you don't want to be the comic <laughs> Only if I've someone else is going to take it from him. I have something. Someone can't also have it. It's my thing. So, do you spend the next... 40 minutes telling these three I mean, the whole story? Like. It's really not something you can bullet point. No, it's really not. You can try. So, but I, I mean, I think the more important thing would be is do we want their potential help in Stormhaven? You don't want Netta and Kalkin with us, Reed? Hey, hey, dog. If <sighs> final, this is this is this is Reed oh, avoiding yeah, no, potential death of, no. of of things like oh, oh final dog. battle. Shit's gonna go get wild if this oh, is dog. big you bad. You think that's not what yeah. I'm inviting? You think no. I don't? Why would you crave like that? that? Why would hey. you? Why do you think I'm searching out Jet if not to have the exact same conversation we just had with? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, do you, with, do you uh, understand Andy? how how addicted Elliot and I are to making our characters suffer? Guys, it's a problem. You guys, problem. I don't think it's a problem. And Mike's our dealer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once a week, actually, several times a week for some of us, yeah. all of us, actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how do you spend your limited time with these reunited friends and family? I, I mean, I, I'm going to say, like, we don't really have a lot of time, but like I said, we have like an hour before we have to go to Stormhaven. We're, be, we're expected, um, and we have a sort of limited window, but... We're going to Stormhaven to maybe not end all this, but the out uh, some of head. the you go to the... face what the the head of this this cult the the ones we've been sort of mm. pursuing this whole time this cult of Dahaka mm-hmm. Kalkin will <laughs> turn towards you cherish with a somewhat haunted look of a time spent trapped in a abandoned mine making weapons 
you uh that you know who's their leader then and you no, we're going to confront them I mean yes yes we missed the opportunity last time and I don't intend to miss it again She'll look towards Netta, and Netta will glance back at her, and then they'll both look at the four of you, and Calcon will say, well, we're coming with you then, right? Uh, Tirza will do a very similar glance to Cherish in a sort of, like... I... Honestly, was coming here to sort of have this conversation with Jet um, but since it is relevant and you can hear the wood of the back of the chair you're sitting in Cherish creak slightly as as Jet's hands kind of tighten on the back of the chair we had a a series of experiences recently that have kind of made me realize some things that while it the thought of the people I love going into dangerous situations terrifies the hell out of me it's extremely hypocritical for me to just be like no you're not allowed Especially because I'm not exactly uh, invulnerable myself. That's a slight exactly audible exhale from Jet. <laughs> and it's unfair for me to put that same anxiety on the people that I care about. And so... While I would strongly dissuade you from doing so, it's not up to me. Netta will glance over at you, Tirza. And she'll say, Do you want our help? Oh, of course. I I have no such reservations. You are, if not the most skilled warrior I know, certainly <laughs> in the upper echelon. <laughs> Perhaps. There... Tears will shake her head. Even if that's not the case. I... I trust you in battle, and I would, of course, love to have you by my side. Kalkin will glance around, and her eyes will finally settle on Grawl. 
there. But you don't want us there. Not really. Why? I mean, I don't want us to go. Period. And Netta will look around and finally she will look to Sid. And you? That's... That's up to you. If you want to come, we'll be happy to have you. But this is going to be dangerous. We don't fully know what we're walking into. Calcan will say, we're not afraid of a little danger. And Netta will put a hand towards her friend and say, but we also know that when those you care about are put in the line of danger, it can be distracting. And she won't specifically be looking at Sid when she says yes. Tirza uh, will kind of wince a little bit. Hmm. I wouldn't know anything about that. And there's a, a moment of silence before Jet, of all people, speaks up and says might be better if Calcanet and I just head south I think Captain Reinhardt was was talking about going down there and helping helping out with demons and apparently there was some big elf host that came out of here a few days back right the Fair Aimsir contingency is is headed south with some Jarashir to potentially find Ozzy Dahaku. And Netta will sort of <laughs> yep. blanch. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's great. It's uh, the this I will give a bullet point of just basically oh. like we did the ritual. The oh, uh, dad is here. Uh, oh yeah, no, I, Don't I'm getting, I'm no, I'm getting there. Uh, the um, we did the ritual. The auger bearers related to Ozzy Dahaka were not there and hadn't been there, and there was like some weird thing going on with that. And then Ozzy Dahaka is gone, as well as um. Oh my God, I'm totally blanking on his name 
the posh, uh, the Cothbury. Cool um, shot. Yeah. I was like, it starts with a G and my brain is not letting me say it. <laughs> Greg's dad. Don't worry. He's no, not alive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I think Mike would have mentioned that he like was a snake man in a box. I didn't. So <laughs> um so I will say yeah, so uh, that that is a also really important and related to whatever's going on in Stormhaven. Um, and that's, like I said, the Jarashir and the Fair Aemsir contingency is there. And I will, like, make big eyes at Netta. And Netta will sort of grimace, and Calcon will say, Yeah, we sort of figured, um, Jip. She'll look towards it. You didn't. You didn't see him, did you? When you were, did you? We we went to Fair Ames here and everything. Yeah, gotta gotta. Hurt. I punt. I kick. Do I punch or kick, girl? I don't know. I do both. <laughs> both, both at the same time. Both yes. at the same time. I don't know where to hurt. Ow, uh, <laughs> both ends of my body. Ow, no. <laughs> But Calcon will look up towards Jet, kind of past you, Cherish, and say, But, no, I, I don't want to get in any of your way, but I can't just let you walk into this by yourselves. I mean, Man. we've walked through so much. Literally the abyss. <laughs> We swam through but, that. Like, well, I, I mean, yes, we true. We didn't. We didn't mm. literally walk through that. We sunk rapidly through that. And Judah will say, "And point of fact, Miss Calcon, they are not alone." Exactly. And and Camions says they're joining us in Stormhaven. And Jet will say. Yes, it's best if we're maybe not around to distract them. They can get the job done. If I'm not mistaken, the Fair Aemsir contingency, as well as potentially the Jarashir... Uh, after they complete their mission down south, I was under the impression they would head north towards Stormhaven. To help us if we need help. I mean, there obviously we have our own mission there, but a lot of people are in a bad way up there. Could use some help. So so we what? Just wait around for the for the elves to come back this way? I mean the three of you might might be able to catch up with them. I don't I can't imagine they're Well the Maybe the front, the front lines are like 
days down, three, three, four, but, like three or four but days away. Right? Fighting their way through demonness and swampitude. <laughs> ah, swampitude. Mm. Those two, those two words that are real, but I didn't just make up. It's my new band name. Neta will take a deep breath and say, "And there are plenty of people here who could use our help, Kelton. You saw it in the streets when we were arriving." Falcon will kind of grind her jaw. <sighs> She'll look to cherish. We've had this conversation before. Yeah. Doesn't mean I have to like it any more than I did before. If demons ain't going to stop you, clearly nothing else will. He's, uh, he's not down there, is he? Like that we're just agreeing to say the fair Aimseer contingent instead of, instead of his name. But yeah. Calcum looks somewhat, maybe not pleased, but reassured by that fact. And Netta just kind of gets a stony silence. Not really looking at anyone. Sister is down there, too. We met her as well. She's very sweet. And well, actually, she's rather prickly. Cal can but... cough and Netta's eyes will snap towards you. And they'll Why both kind of say at the same the time, sister. Right. You're leaving no like fun bits for them to discover on their own. You're That's giving mean. All the now. It's not mean. It's fun. That's... Sorry, you two. Sorry. Cal can look towards you, Sid. You've got a... He had, a... He had another... Yeah. Oh. Hey, sorry. Why, why, don't, why don't we leave one surprise? Uh, yeah. Neta dragon. is yeah, looking dragon. as though she is containing a not a small amount of anger. That's absolutely fair. <sighs> it could be so much worse, you guys. Yeah, wait till they find out what her name is. Don't. Yeah, I a thing. I'm not because I don't want to fucking be there because when I found out, I was fucking pissed and got drunk for 3 days. Yeah, see that's Chaos. what I'm <laughs> One of those days you stole the honey lord's honey. I did I did I did do that. Yeah. Mm. Do you Depends. have that? Because I might need to give that back to him. No, I think okay. Mab has that now. All right. Okay. 
I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> that's fair. No, no, no. That's totally fair. Hey, that's I my just... line. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Check the bag of holding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, it's been in here the whole time. <laughs> um. Also, and I don't think it's gonna come up again. Hopefully it fucking doesn't. Um. But if you see me down there... (laughs) Kalkin will just, like, woodenly turn towards you. Or, like, at all. And I'm not in Stormhaven. Like, if you see me... I'm going to go to Stormhaven in, like, 30 minutes. If you see me at all... More like 20. More like 20. If you see me... It's not me. (laughs) Um, ask her. I'll kind of like pull my shirt down a little bit to kind of show the the like area. If she ask her to like show you her collarbone and shit, if there's a mark on there, that ain't me. Jet can fill you in. Uh. And Jet will say, "Oh yeah, I was kind of working my courage up to talk about that. Um, there was sort of like an evil cherish, I guess." It's mostly dealt with at this point, but you know. mostly dealt with. Hope oh, uh, well, well, I mean, you know, fifty percent dealt with. Hopefully, I it mean, doesn't come up again. And if it, it does, that is a good surefire way to know. Or if you know someone with a pocket watch, have them, and they know who I am, have them send a message telepathically to me. It won't work on her because she ain't me. All right. Um, what about like? And she'll pull out one of the like silvery feathers that she's made. Um, those yeah, would probably work that might, too. That might work. Okay. Also, don't. Also, duh, don't do damage to her just in case. <laughs> and if this were Clue the movie, I would leave well, the room. <laughs> I think that's a space thing too. Did, I don't know if that was. We don't know. Distance, we don't know. Maybe. Um, Nobody was case. launching anything at her from a hundred feet away. Zone of Truth might work. We never got around to that one, but that we never got around to Zone of Truth. But you no don't have to it. answer in Zone of Truth. Right. I have don't it. Have to answer. Oh, you have it. Yeah. Remember, I used it on the guy, and then you cut his arm off, and it was really upsetting. I was like fifty years ago. I don't remember. I that. know. That was like. I mean. Six was like ago. A month ago. That was earlier this year, yeah. Yeah, kind of... a couple it months. It wasn't ago. a month ago. It was like yeah. six months ago. Yeah, or like three, but mm, three, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Three, six, yeah. like six, nine, nine twelve, um, whatever. But some other thing. That's it was an integer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of pocket watch, I checked the time. Got about fifteen minutes before okay. the stroke oh, which of means midnight. That means that Cherish needs to start making that. We gotta we go. kill all the bards and then we leave. Okay. Yeah, sure. No. They're not actually playing the music, by the way. Just wanted to give you guys a heads up. We gotta go. Yeah, it uh, God, there's so much more to talk about, but I know. Yeah. Um, we should be writing all of this stuff down so we could just hand it to people when they see them. Why? They just have to see the play, you know? It's not um, accurate. Netta will like choke a little bit. Did you see the play? 
it was not good. <laughs> yes, I cannot wait to see it. Hopefully, <laughs> we live. Um. I will say, tears of the actor who played you. Terrible. Hard to. Also, cloak burner. Where did where did they get cloak yeah. burner? I don't know. It's, oh. I think it's, you know people hear things and then it gets telephoned. It's terrible. The hell's a telephone? <laughs> I don't know. Where did that word come from? Ancient Jarashir <laughs> ritual. God. <laughs> Telephone. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a communication uh, yeah. uh, exercise. It's, it's, it's a just children's a children's game. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. <sighs> Calcan will turn towards you, Cherish. Just send messages, okay? You can do that, right? Let For us know. Different you, ways, in fact. Let us know you're okay. Regularly. Thank you. You fighting demons down there? I don't know. We passed through Stormhaven on the way here. It's not nice right now. If it's not so bad out in Dustwater, but apparently the center of the city is just a madhouse right now. Okay. Stick to the outskirts if you can. Okay, I say, knowing full well we're about to teleport right cool. into the center of the city. You're not, mm-hmm. in point of fact, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, because it, it's in Dustwater, right? Mm-hmm. The, the precinct, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to the central tower for some reason. No. We are going. No, I have yeah. Map. Right... Because it was like all the way across the city from where Shemeshka's little thing was. Yes, like like almost the opposite side of the city. Yes, okay. yeah. it's like southern dust waters where the the precinct was, if I recall. Okay. Correct. Anything else you want to accomplish with your these people here? Neta's like looking at you stoically, Tirza. Kalkan is nodding grimly towards you, Cherish. Behind you, Um, you feel the looming presence of Jet. I'll, um, you know, I'll give him a hug as well. You stand up to do that, and you turn around, and finally looking at him, you can see he's kind of got this upset is probably the right word. But he looks determined and ready to accept what's happening here. But there are definitely not straight up tears, but you can see kind of his eyes rimmed with moisture. He's not happy about what's happening here, but he's going to accept it. And he will definitely return a hug. Yeah. Kind of like lowly, like I know that took a lot for you.
and he will say in a low, husky, slightly broken voice, I just want more time is all. I do too. We'll get it. Mm -hmm. And he won't release the embrace (laughs) for a while to the point where everyone else around the table is just like, okay. I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll finally let you go. And he'll ask just as you're beginning to leave. The other one, she's um she's not around anymore. No. Okay, good. Cuz I don't got any of them magic feathers or anything and I'm going to be sticking with the other edge masons, you know. Listen, if I suddenly come up to you and just say, hey, I changed my mind about all that stuff I said before, that ain't me. Okay. And also... Yeah, but, and he'll point down at your forearm. That's new, so, I don't know. You get suddenly getting tattoos, like if somebody... Yeah. It's a fair Damn. point. Damn. <laughs> Damn, that is like me, ain't it? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but I'll, I'll look for, yeah, the one on the collarbone. Do you all leave? We gotta. Mm. I'm gonna, as everyone's leaving, I know, Reed, I know you love the chaos, but this, it's, yeah. Um, I'm going to, um, lowly to Neta, say, I'm sorry to do this as we're leaving, and I can't explain anymore. But I think it's crueler to let it be a surprise. It was pretty upsetting for Emmerich. Um His sister. Um, her name is. Her name is Angie. I'm sorry. Is just like deadly quiet as everyone else around you is like packing up and moving away. Soft focus in the background. You see Kalkin grabbing Cherish and another big hug. And Netta will just kind of stare past you at the floor for a long time. She'll say, kind of casting a a glance over towards Sid, who's packing up and kind of shuffling towards the door with Mm -hmm. Judah. 
You haven't told him yet, then? It's hard. He's really upset about Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't have told you. I don't know. Needlessly complicates things. And she's not even here anymore. So what difference does it make? It makes a difference. But it is complicated and I, I don't want to hurt him any more than I don't know. I don't know how, if it would help with how he's doing. And it's not my doesn't feel like mine to share. But you know him better than I. I would hurt him out of hand. And you... You care for him, so I will not do that. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Um, and I will... Um, it, it's not the same, because it's not paternal, obviously, but I will put my hand on her shoulder kind of the same way she did to me at the beginning, and I'll just kind of, like, do that, like, uh, kind of grounding squeeze to it. Um, I, I really have to go. She will reach a hand up and grasp yours that's clutching her shoulder. I'm sorry. Thank you for telling me. And I'll leave. And you leave. Talila jumping off her chair will wish them both goodbye as well. On her way past Jet, she'll say, You have an excellent rib cage. Jet, still a little like red around the eyes, will just, huh, All right. Thank you. Nothing to be done about that. Just say thank you. Yeah. She'll pop off and follow the rest of you out of the common room. Kalkin will catch your eyes as you leave Grawl and give you a nod. A nod back. This job keeps getting harder, man. Bunch of bunch of smart kids. Boy, howdy. Bad choices sometimes. Sometimes. I'm not exempt from that. Sometimes. I am not exempt from that. I just want you to know I make bad choices too, but I'm an adult, damn it. Uh, I think com coming out of the inn, yeah, it's like, all right, where are we going to do this? Is there an alley? Sure. <laughs> Off to yeah. the side. Kind of runs straight into a wall, but yeah. 
that works. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Setting Delilah. up the teleportation circles easy enough. Yeah. Grawl, you turned to Delilah. Do you, do you want to like a piggyback through? Because we're going to be running. Do you want to kind of just hop on? Oh. Or... Um. No. Well, can okay. I? Can I bring George? Uh, I probably. Think... We don't know how big the space is. We're gonna be, and George oh. is pretty big, right? Yeah. yeah. You don't want him feeling cramped. Mm. But you'll be able to summon George when we get there. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. George is always That's... with me a little bit. Mm -hmm. it... No, then that. I mean, is he here it's... right now? Is he invisible? Tirza. Does it look yeah, like George on, is here? Tears will Tirza. look around and be like, no. <laughs> then stop asking silly questions. Okay. Yeah, I just. <laughs> Tears of cheese. Come on. All right, all right. Just... I... <laughs> and Judah will like mutter, if you didn't ask it, I would have. As the teleportation circle is being finished, the last little markings are placed on it, coming out of your near-perfect memory, Cherish. I need everyone to give me a perception check. Hmm. As the Attracts, attracts. As the Bard's Guild members have come out clinging bottles in their fingers. Friendless! Come out to come play! Out play. Yeah. Oh, I bet that was so sonically unpleasing. That is uh, not hey, good to listen it's to. It's great on my end. Oh, because it was at least like at least a second and a half off on my end, so it was. Oh awful. yeah, no, I'm sure because we, well, we're what all we just like get different shit. Mm. Uh, dirty working twenty. On, working on that circle, proud of myself. It's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> that circle is perceived and nothing else. Yup. Fourteen. Uh, eighteen. Okay. The teleportation circle opens, and you all know the drill. Boom, boom, boom. Gotta rush through. It's only open for six seconds. The rift that appears opens into darkness, and you're through. Those of you with dark vision, your eyes take a, a second to adjust, but you see that you're inside a large, mostly hollow tower that you've been in before. It is about big enough for several carts to fit into, but it is completely devoid of the characteristic wizards that you noticed here before who had manned this spell tower in the middle of a guard keep. The headquarters of the, or at least the field headquarters of the Haven Guard. The complete absence of any individuals is marred quickly, though, by the striking of a match, the flare of flame, and the lighting of 
a small stubby cigar on the opposite wall of this place, and you see the dimly illuminated form of an individual wearing a well-oiled shoulder cloak, a low-slung helmet with a rough five-day or five-o'clock shadow marring their otherwise sharp features, and you see Commander Preakill taking a drag off his cigar, blowing out in an almost draconic fashion a plume of smoke. <laughs> and he'll glance up at all of you pouring out of this circle. And he will say, Welcome back. Out of the flowering pan into the fire. Sorry we took so long. And I think it is there that we're going to end tonight's session of Material Components. Because as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm still I still think this is going to be a fucking ambush, and I'm psyched. Of um, course, yeah. <laughs> because again, I'm addicted to misery. <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh, can... We're all mystery orphans. <laughs> You I know can... exactly where I came from. Yeah, me too. Actually, and yeah, I do pretty much. Okay, me. it's um, just me. It's just <laughs> no, you. We know who exactly who your parents are, Sid. Look, we're episode we're we're ninety five episodes in. Ha- we have revealed all mystery within the exactly. orphanage. You have, yeah. but who's but alive? A- You're not even an orphan. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to be though. <laughs> I don't need a dad. Anyways, uh, who are we? Uh, you can find me on who Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis, um, where, yes, by the time this episode goes up, I will have done an illustration featuring Cherish's new tattoo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I'm just like that. Um, you can also support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Elliot C. Lewis. Um, art ain't cheap. No. Nope. So get over there. Send me some cash. <laughs> uh, I am over on Twitter at cryoutolivia. Um, oh, you guys, this drama's brewing. Ooh. I love it. Ooh, I love it. Uh, come chat with me about it, and we can hang out. If you want to find me on Twitter. And Instagram, you can find me at the Redimus. Yeah, I. I want to know the backstory behind Greg's dad. I, that character seems rich, mm. and, honestly, and worth delving most into. Compelling. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll play yeah. him. My next character. Mm. My next character is Greg's dad. He's <laughs> just in the box. What's he doing today? I don't know. So the imagine those chambers at the end of Cabin in the Woods, but one of them is just Greg's dad. Oh, oh that's dad. the scariest thing. That's oh, the that's the scariest part. one. Everyone around he's him asking just you dies. What you're, he's asking you what you're going to do after college. <laughs> no Greg's dad? I don't even have a first name. 
Oh, you're getting an art degree. Um, calling you, he calls you champ, and it's just like, <laughs> stop. Don't know how to change your own oil? Huh. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. You're supposed to change your oil? Guess I don't teach that at a liberal arts college. Oof. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> huh. What'd you say you majored in? English, huh? Okay. Wow. And uh, what kind of yeah? What kind of job prospects does the English major have? You know, got the uh, gaps in your work history, right? <laughs> oh, 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 you, hmm. you seen oh. anybody? Oh, you're you gonna settle down soon? You think? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you you don't have a job. You know, you just need to pound the pavement, right? <laughs> I'm uh, so sorry that we're doing this bit for so long. Yeah, no worries. Uh, speaking of uh, fucking asshole dads, I am an old person as well, uh, and uh, I don't have social media, so don't look for me there. Um, I, I don't feel like it uh, these days. But instead of uh, f- looking at pictures of me on the internet for some reason... <laughs> <laughs> I have them. They're not on the internet, though. I mean, yeah, Reed has them, but yeah. th- that's part of his private collection. Um, <laughs> his mystery box under his bed. Head, head, head over to my Patreon for that. I, yes. They ain't cheap. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, what you, what you the, can do is... The secret tier. Uh, what, <laughs> what you can do is uh, rate and review our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on um, please do that uh, hearing from you um, we like to see what you think of the show um, and it, it just helps us out in general um, gets the word out um, and if you do and you include the name of an NPC in the subject line of the review we will put that name in this campaign hour. Uh, we're in Stormhaven now. I assume there's just going to be a lot of NPCs running around. Who knows? Um, so please do that, and we can name some of those characters. Um, and uh, yeah, I also, Mike, I also want to say uh, you had a really cool uh, line there at the end from from Commander Keel. I didn't mean to uh, do a line after that, but I was to- it's it's twelve thirty basically right now and I was like, yeah, we can we can play for a couple more hours and just see what's going on here. So um, Sid's line even... is so much cooler to end on. <laughs> sure. Um uh but yeah so it took uh, so long. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's man, this is getting really exciting. So uh I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. Hey, can any of you name any uh NPCs that we still need closure with? No? Huh. Wonder why that is. Hmm. There's probably a few. You know. Not many. Not many. (laughs) And of course, you can find me on Twitter, at MKGorgoni. Because now that all the emotional resolution is out of the way, we can can begin. We can begin. And of course, you can find our good, good friend Omatep over on Twitter at NPC underscore AN, because even when he dominates more than half of the episode, he is, of course, an important <laughs> NPC. Especially. Especially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't take so long if he had cheaper prices. Just saying. <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. Hey, but you know, he, there are like, rules. he, he uh, offered to not take information in order to keep us safe. And you know what you call that? Growth. Friend. <laughs> Friend growth. Friend yeah. growth. 
I had that once. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, especially now, the world is chaos, so please be kind to one another. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.